who's who's my etiquette? Never respond to that. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you guys. Oh, it's the song. Yep. When the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Being trying to truth is I don't know, man. If you told me I so, I wouldn't believe you. I don't know, man. I don't know. How's it going out there, my little snowflakes? Welcome to Politinkering. My name Pilot is Tinkerts. Right. And tanks. All right, fucking take it easy, boys. Okay? It's going to be fine. It's early. Everything's going to be okay. It is early, and for some reason, we all have this odd... We're very snappy right now. <laughs> the three of us have... There's a, there's a strange aura around the half round, just kind of lingering, festering, just, just a cloud resting just on our shoulders. It's almost as if we've witnessed some hostility recently. Maybe that's it. Maybe I mean, yeah, but I don't know. We'll get into it. Don't don't tease things. Jeez, Joey, what's wrong with teasing? Well, because I want to introduce people first. Then do it. Teasing's not nice. Snappy. My name is Sean O'Brien. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, to my left, or I guess to my north n- northwest is Sean Fa. Yeah, introducing is not just staring at someone, especially in a <laughs> podcast format. It I think quite, it'd be funny. It, it, it doesn't translate to the oral uh, experience. Well, it can. It just it cues you in to start talking. Yeah, no. Do I have to say it first? Well, I mean, you know, that is when you say I'm going to introduce people and then you don't. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I guess I did say that. Okay. So, yeah. So, let me let me try this again. Fucking podcast Nazi over here. Speaking How's it going, my little snowflakes? Welcome to Paul Tinkering. Oh, you motherfucking <laughs> Tinks. My name is Sean O'Brien. To my left, well, north, northwest, as I just said, is Mr. Sean Faw. Sean Faw. Hi, Sean. To my north, just... northeast is Mr. Joe Bon. Ear. <laughs> Hello. Joey Boner. Do you know what used to be Joe Bon? I know. That's why I said that. Oh, I must have said that on a podcast. You, yeah. <laughs> well, Shit. I mean, considering our only relationship is like has been recorded. <laughs> I thought about that today. <laughs> My mom asked me. She's like, have you ever been over Sean O'Brien's house? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I haven't. Mom. No. I, haven't, I haven't had a play date with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a play date. Yeah. This, is, this is our version of a play date. No, I mean, our entire relationship is built over a microphone. The three of us. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Um, they mostly come at night. Or I don't know what's going on, guys. What, what is the ha- fuck is happening? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I'm I'm actually being kind of serious. So okay, there's we had the town hall recently. Prior to that, that a Trump tape was. I don't know how. Yeah, what's that I don't know for? How that relates to the 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 town hall. But okay. Uh, you liked it? Is maybe. that what you were What's saying? That? You liked the town hall? No, I mean, that's just kind of the mood of a town hall, ain't it? The only reason I'm you would to ever provide pl- some foley. The only thing that that would be for would be for, for Ken Bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken Bone, my no, boy. Ken Bone. My man, Ken Bone. Um, Ken, but I don't want to fucking talk about Ken Bone either. Although he is funny. We'll talk about him a little He'll bit. Be a we're going to talk about everything. He'll be a footnote. We have the Trump tape that came out first. We then have the fucking actual debate that we're going to have to talk about. Then we're going to have to jump into. Um, I wrote it down and now I don't worry. Yeah. The Russian hacks, I guess, came like kind mm-hmm. of in between that. That those have been those have been uh, you know an ongoing um, d- development, I guess. But but also is this the mo- same as the Assange thing? 
Uh, well, yeah, yeah, okay. they're, they're all related. Yeah, yeah. Um, which of course could probably branches into just Russian-U.S. relations in general, which are kind of at an all-time interesting moment. Is the Cold um, War over? For instance, we could go back to that episode, <laughs> perhaps. Um, and then finally, we have just uh, as of today, we have a bunch of Trump. You know, so today is Yom Kippur, so Joey hasn't eaten. Right, I got <laughs> coffee though. Does that count? You're supposed to drink that, it. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Thing? No, I, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of blasphemous right mm. now. Uh, is it only supposed to be water? It's supposed to be nothing. It's just to fast completely. No, no. Not food. even water. Not even water. No, wow. no toothpaste. No. Also, no uh, skin cream or anything like that. No, nothing on your body. No makeup or anything like that. too, for women. Weird. Right on. You're being blasphemous. That's fine. Well, <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> he caked on the makeup this um, morning. So. so, but as far as today is concerned, uh, we also have the 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 Trump and the GOP are at a ridiculously interesting split uh, between you know some major. Uh, Republican officials and Trump are uh, have been bickering all day. He's unshackled via the interwebs. Yeah, he's mm. unshackled. According what a to Mr. Phrase. Trump, what a weird phrase. As though he was ever shackled. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys Unlike see the African Americans? Uh, I was curious because I just recently came off this one. The interview with Anderson Cooper and Kellyanne Conway. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, which, no. which one? It's recent. It's like yesterday. Mm. The no. Uh, oh, don't worry, but let's not talk about that because I don't want to go, ahead, go for it. Uh, just, we'll go backwards. You tease. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's, let's not go backwards then. No. Just not, say what you're saying. Yeah. I don't even remember what I was saying. I was saying that the interview was great and that Kellyanne Conway was pretty interesting because she kept, um, I don't know, she did the same thing that Trump did. She was deflecting about everything. And Who is Kellyanne Conway? His campaign manager. Okay. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh my God, guys! In really? one you family feud sketch, <laughs> um, that, was, that was fucking and not in one. She's played her in a couple oh, different really? SNL skits. Sure. I haven't oh. seen them. Yeah, I've, only seen the, I've only seen the one. No, there's been feud a bunch. One. There's been a bunch. She's she plays her great. By she the plays way. her very well. Really okay, well. This is Saturday Night yeah, Live. So yeah, anyway, yeah. Kate McKinnon plays. That's who Kellyanne Conway is. Right she right also on. plays Hill Dog. Hill Dog. Um. Anyway, what what was the interview then? Uh, it was just Anderson Cooper being really dry and really straightforward, and she couldn't handle it. She basically lost her cool. Mm. Um, he said at one point, moment she was she was basically ac- accusing Hillary of not being up by enough. Hillary was up by like she's like oh Hillary's only at forty six. She's like a wussy forty six or something like that. She's like she's coming off Obama. She does all this stuff. She should she should be much higher. And then <laughs> and then Anderson comes in and goes, well, y- your candidate's below forty. <laughs> and she goes, is that a question? And, you know, and he goes, and he's like, well, your candidate's at 36, which is, you know, less than 46. <laughs> and she was, just couldn't take it. She yeah, just, as of today, Hillary's up by 11 points. The other really interesting thing Anderson Cooper did in this interview was the settlement of lawsuits argument that they keep making, which was Kellyanne Conway kept— I mean, the 20, Div- describe what you're talking about first. So basically, then this is a common diversion that they've been using over and over again. We can talk about this in the debate. But every time Trump was accused of the stuff from his tapes or, you know, criticized for that, he would go right to Bill Clinton. And then he would say, Clinton did all this stuff. Well, all I did was say stuff. You know, these are words, mm-hmm. locker room talk, if you will, right? Anyways, uh, so Kellyanne Conway was basically accusing Clinton of being guilty because he settled a bunch of lawsuits. And then Anderson Cooper came back at her and said, so basically settlement is equal to guilt, because if that's true, then your candidate is guilty on numerous settlements and lawsuits, because obviously he's been, he's settling lawsuits for like the past 20 years of his life or the 50 years of life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was just shut up. She just, <laughs> she didn't know what to say. She was like, uh, but, uh. <laughs> what do you mean to say? What do you mean to say? He's the worst person in the world. Okay. So it's what you'd like to hear. Um, do they just not think things through? Like... Is, is isn't that just the the next uh, you know 
most likely statement to come out of someone's mouth when you talk, start talking about that thing? Like, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, just the the idea that she would be talking about settling lawsuits when her they or, they absolutely don't think things. Through. That, That's correct. It, it, they she was just thinking immediately. I need to deflect to Bill Clinton and whatever comes next. I don't care because as long as we get off the topic of Trump saying grab her by the pussy or whatever, then we can move on. That's what she wants to do. Yeah, I suppose it just. That's right. their first pivot. That's their first go-to is to deflect to to Bill Clinton, who, yeah. uh, who, by the way, of course, has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton and, and as for Hillary Clinton's candidacy. Mm. You, you think he does? Um, well, I mean, his indiscretions reflect on her. Uh, well, n- not necessarily his indiscretions, but her part in all of that. Certainly, let's. We'll get to that. We'll it get to that. It seems like such a. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to all that. Okay. Um, let's go to the tape then. We'll 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 just let's start from the top as far as that because that'll that'll blend us into it perfectly. Um, so anyone want to explain the tape? What happened? We all fucking know. We saw the tape. Everybody saw the tape. Everybody listening saw the tape. Everybody heard it. Oh, the the grab by the pussy tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the Access Hollywood hot mic. Um, Trump is boasting about essentially sexual, not even essentially, he's boasting about sexually assaulting people, yeah. sexually assaulting women. Um, let women, me just say, uh, you're welcome for all the sound guys out there. Um, <laughs> this is probably recorded on Electrosonics Lavalier, even in 2005. And that's why he got such great range. Yeah. There was no way you could probably hear him from that far of a shot where the, where the bus was like 60 feet down the road, unless he was using a pretty good lavalier mic. So, you know, congrats, sound guy. Give well, him some props. You don't know the sound guy wasn't on the bus. I don't think he was on the bus. You don't know that. Why do you think he was not on the bus? That seems, I guess he could have been. I didn't see him walk out. Like you've never ridden in a trunk before? Don't tell people that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, God damn it. What the fuck was I going to say before we got off on the fucking sound? (laughs) 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 Fuck. Sorry. (laughs) Um, It's, it's. The tape. Yeah, I know. Um, We all saw it. First of all, so the first question is, do you guys think that he has done the things that he says in those tapes that he has done, by the way? And, and keep, let me keep in mind, one of the big deflections that people have been talking about Trump is that, you know, oh, no, these are just words. These aren't actions. However, he said that. So if I'm if I'm, pr- if I'm pretty words clear, describing his actions, there were <laughs> describing the things that he, you know, so, you know, I, I got to use a Tic Tac in case I just, in case I just start kissing. I see beautiful. I'm just drawn to it like a magnet. I just start kissing. And when you're a star, they let you do it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. Grab him by the pussy. So, sure, that last bit technically isn't isn't an admission of an action that he's done. But yeah, that could certainly be taken as a hypothetical. Sure. Sure. Um, although, of course. Some women have been coming forward recently, and of course, he also, like as Joyce mentioned earlier, have said there were twenty plus lawsuits against Trump as far as this, as you know, misconduct. And obviously, those Um, are all gag orders because he settled them all. Right. Um, So, go ahead. So, do you think he's done the actions? Answer me that first. Oh, most likely. I mean, you think he's done that? You think he's walked up to a woman and essentially grabbed her by the pussy? um, Or do you think he's just boasting about it? It's not walking up to yeah, her, I but mean, let's say you're at a dinner table. Okay, he ta- saunters up, sorry. No, 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 no. Let's not like that. Let's say you're at <laughs> know, a, a dinner table together or something like that, and Trump's hand wanders. That's the kind of thing I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm, that's what also I've heard of a report someone said that he It did. was in the New York Times. It was an op-ed, yeah. For some reason, Again, I, just I don't want to say that's like, truth, but that's an opinion. You know what I mean? I just picture this as like it's not an opinion. A, uh, that was someone that someone, someone claims someone someone that's claims why, that uh, that had happened. I, I think it's I think it's completely relevant, but I don't want to completely say it's. You know, it is still hearsay. Okay, you know what I mean. Sure, I, I, I will. I will. I do believe her, and in fact, I. I sure. I, well, I wouldn't. Why should we? Absolutely should. Where there's smoke, well, no, where there's, there's smoke, there's, there's fire. There's a reason not to. Go, there's um, a reason not to. Sure. Let me hear. You just said it's hearsay. That's a reason not to believe it. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, Sean. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was just going to, it, it's like, I picture this as sort of like a, uh, a Michael Douglas sort of power thing, yes. you know, like a, uh, um, uh, this is mine. I'm just going to walk up and take what I want sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Sincere, you know, yeah, yeah well less of a, uh, in not that I'm, you know, uh, foisting this on Michael Douglas, just kind of the characters that he plays. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Apologi know. Yeah. Apologies to Michael Douglas <laughs> exactly. out there. That's actually really interesting because if you compare, the Clinton sexual abuse with theoretical Trump sexual abuse, mm. it is kind of from two different motivational yeah. standpoints. One is from Clinton being an absolute pervert. He's just- well, Just a sex fiend. He's a sex fiend. He loves- yeah. he loves Bill Clinton you're talking Bill about. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton. Well, okay. maybe, maybe he'll dog. <laughs> I, I mean. doubt he'll dog it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, anyways, but yeah, Clinton just likes women a lot and maybe a certain type of woman. That's for another day. Uh, and then Trump <laughs> clearly- Now would be the time to talk about it if you'd like. Yeah, he likes a little meat on the bones. That's all he likes. Okay. Oh. That's all I'm saying. A thicker woman. Yeah, a thicker woman. Okay. Whatever. Uh, you know, that's fine. To each Isn't that the politician's groupie, though? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it was just... <laughs> honestly, it's for him, it's convenience. Yeah, it was exactly. like whoever was closest. <laughs> that, was, that was always the thing about Monica. Anyway, Trump, was just, she I think was you, you hit on it. So interestingly enough, it, it is power. And all of his stuff comes down to a power An dynamic. of that power, by the way. And yeah. he has to theoretically always be on top. It's kind of the same way he always has to have the last word. I mm -hmm. love that. It, I love that. I mean, I love noticing that. Yeah. I love that. Classic well, bully. It's the thing that he respects most about Hillary, by the way, is the fact that she's a fighter. Yeah, and that was the whole She never gives up. That's what, that a bully, that's, what a bully, that's what a bully does. That's what, you know, oh, I respect I respect that you'll fight back. That's what a fucking bully's been. Go ahead, you know, I mean, the way he was talking in that clip, he wasn't talking as though he was some... Uh, uh, Don Juan sort of right, seductress. Yeah. He was talking about the power. He was. Uh, <laughs> he is, I love how his pickup line, by the way, is just like, "Yeah, if you want some furniture? I'll show you some furniture." Yeah, you're right. It's not like, oh, that is amazing. By the way, yeah, he wants to take I mean, women like, to get furniture yeah. as a way. <laughs> she wanted to see some furniture. I said, "I'll show you some furniture." Oh, Look at his couch. We can lay down and we'll do sex on it. That's half the reason most guys want to be rich. Like, is just to get women, isn't it? I, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you said most guys, and not all, but I would yeah, say certainly. fifty one percent, sure. Okay. Sorry, continue, Shawnee. I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so okay. Well, now let's compare so I think you're right. I think it probably was just boasting. I don't know if Trump's done those actions. And to be honest with you, he's just, he mouths off anyway. Um, but, I, but I think Anderson Cooper in the debate kind of asked he, it the right way in the sense of, do you understand that this is, you're talking about sexual assaults. Do you understand that this is a, not only a crime, but it's 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 deeply immoral on many different I levels. I like the way he phrased it. I like this. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. I thought that was extremely condescending. It was. And I don't think that would have flown in any other But here's debate. the thing. I actually don't give a fuck if it was condescending. Here's the thing. Trump answered the question to prove the fact that he does not understand that. Yeah, yeah kind totally. of. Yeah, he, the way he, he, he could have just simply said no. I don't understand that. <laughs> he Didn't did he say no. Start... He did say no after uh, after you know a, a whole fucking tirade of continuing. I respect women. I respect women. Yeah. I've apologized to my family. I've apologized to this. You know, and he asked again, "Have you done it?" And no, I have not. It was strange the way he didn't. Just immediately say no, I have not. It took him three or four times. Sure, yeah, yeah. exactly. I do you think that, that speaks to a level of dishonesty, or do you think that that speaks to it a level speaks of to a level of, of 
stubbornness. Uh, he doesn't want to ever just simply admit anything. He doesn't want to ever have to. Oh, so when it's when anyone asks a rhetorical like, question right. to you, like just just starting a rhetorical question as an, an argument tactic, he ref, he would always refuse to play along. That's because yeah. because he's giving you the power. And it is it is sort of stuck in a sense. Like he boasted about it, and and Anderson asked him like if he has ever done it. And so in a weird way, he if he says he has done it, obviously he's admitting to a crime. And if he say he hasn't done it, then he's lying, or that you know then he can be seen. It can be construed as the fact that he's lying about the things that he's boasted about. It's weird too because the way he phrased "move in like a bitch." Um, <laughs> I move on. I move, move on, on them. them like a no, bitch. No, no. He said I moved move in there like a bitch. No, move on. Move them. on them like yeah. a, I moved on her like a bitch. Moved on her. You're right. Yeah. Moved on her like a bitch. You're yeah. right. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, it could be. A, so yeah. Of course, there could be two ways to construe that. In other words, he's the he's doing it like a bitch, or he's moving on her like as if she's. The, but the question is, who's the bitch there? Right. Oh, I yeah. took that as Trump is the bitch. That's kind of how I took it. That's too. how I took it too. That's how I took it too. Wait, but, but it, hold on. The, the place pronoun there is the her, right? I moved on her like a bitch. So theoretically, the her is the bitch in that sentence. Uh, no, it could be. It could be either. What do you think? I think that he. I think that he, I think he was just mouthing off. I, I, I don't know, think, but this is interesting to me because it's like the grammatical did, elements of it. So one of one of which could be I moved on her as if I was a bitch, right? So you are acting like. And how would Trump be acting like a bitch there? How does that? What does he mean by bitch in that instance? I, I assumed it was the you know the whole furniture shopping and getting her whatever she wants and you know the the holding the purse and the mall sort of bitch. Oh yeah, I think that's what he means. I do. I think I he moved, means I moved on her like a mean like like, like he's pussy whipped. Yeah, like yeah. He's, I put everything into this, and I I was trying as as hard as any you know whooped oh, ass. Oh, I bitch tried boy really would do. hard. Yeah. That's a third. That's a that's a two and a half way. By the way, too is like I I like you know I I I was I worked as hard as a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. He like he tried so hard to get laid, meaning a, like he shouldn't well, normally have to try this hard. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a I, third I, level. Yeah. In, in a, in a weird kind of. Yeah. But the um, uh, the sort of uh, in other words, like that that was that was like as that was that was tough as a bitch. That, no, that was that was quite a bitch to like climb that mountain. No, you know that I mean? wasn't how I was taking it. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I'm, just, I'm, I'm presenting a third option. Right. On. Yeah. That's certainly another. Uh, that I don't. Think Think that yeah, that one doesn't. See, the whole seem point to, to me is moot here because well, not the whole point, but the point here is to me is that it's just such a weird phrase that it says to me that yeah, one he's not used to this stuff. Like he either he's bragging the wrong way for a long time, or he's just so fucking out of it. Like he doesn't understand. He's just making well, stuff up randomly as sure. he goes on. It just shows to me that he. While he was, but keep in mind, by the way, it's not like this was a public persona thing. I mean, he was talking to Billy Bush. Yeah, but there was four other guys on the bus, and it was a hot mic. He knew he had a hot mic. He, I think, he was showing off for everyone. Oh, not everyone. I mean, like four or five people. But I'm just saying. Okay. It, it's it is that kind of four or five boys get together at a poker table kind of stuff. I do see that, but I just. There's more to it here because the way he he phrases stuff, and also the creepiness of the fact that he's literally going to meet a girl, a woman, sorry, a girl, a woman after they get off the bus and talking yeah. about her, literally at, looking at her like, oh, that's your girl. Yeah. I better put, and then she put like, the and as soon as they get out, the tic tac like, thing is fucking creepy too. It's the like, poor weird. girl, as soon as like as soon as they fucking get off the bus and she's right there and they were just talking, it's so embarrassing and fucking. I mean, it's it's all horrible. We all know Trump is a deplorable human being. My concern is actually grander, though. Okay. Um, the the idea of what the the connotation is moving forward, um, especially you know the way that this election has gone, it has completely turned everything on its head. Uh, the debates that we had most recently, there was almost no talk of policy, almost no talk of 
you know, plans of what we're trying to do. It all is cult of personality bullshit. And we're kind of coming to this place where, yes, Trump is deplorable and it's a horrible example. But if we take this, you know, my slippery slope as always, if this sort of thing continues, we're going to a place where there is no one that is safe. There is no one that is able to be president. You have to be basically uh, without sin in order to think about running for president in the future if you're going to you know, try and wage a successful campaign. If this is what we're going to be talking about, you know, I mean, if this was the stuff that was in play, I feel like that's Kennedy never the case, though. No, it's never been this cult It's just of the microscope gets better and better every turn. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. We get more information, there, we get all. more video, we get... But that's but, always been the case as far as that's why people are like... Con- you know, worried about what's on Facebook, what's about, you know, and that's why people always joke as far as, you know, I have to live a clean life because if I ever want to run for public office, they're going to be able to dig this up. That's right. Right. But is that the new? No. Well, it's getting worse and worse, certainly. And this is the, the sort of, um, the largest, uh, explosion of it. I think a way to possibly quell your, your fears, by the way, is, is actually the fact that since, since there are very few people without sin, as you put it, then it, it would actually won't really matter. There's one. There's one. The, the Jesus Christ. The Jesus. The Jesus. Yeah. On Yom Kippur of all days. Indeed. Sean Fah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you um, rang. But no, I mean, like, because we're in this world where everything is recorded and everything is archivable for, you know, all eternity, I don't think, you know, this sort of thing is going to come up about just about everyone. You know, there is, there is no one around that doesn't have something that they're ashamed of in their past. And, you know, that... I, I just feel why that, is that a bad thing? Um, I think it sets a a, a precedent that is, you know, th- these are politicians. They are not supposed to be um, our uh, necessarily our heroes. They are not supposed to be what we are uh, holding up as, um, you know, the the moral beacon of I think society. That that's exactly what they're supposed to be. No, that's well. A, why do you elect someone for president? Not be, not moral because they're beacon. capable. Because they're going to do what you want them to do. That it, it, yeah, the the moral aspect. I think that most people do very much so look up to the president. Y- yes, that's the whole principle. Everybody aspires to be president. You know what I mean? That's right. They but, are the hero. But to it, to require that there is absolutely. Uh, a pristine past is an impossibility and it is a um, go ahead ahead. it's just leadership I think we're using hero instead of leader I think leader I think that's a better word for leadership and I think we need to think about leadership qualities and you don't have to be squeaky clean but you do have to understand your actions and learn from them some of the best leaders were horrible people like (laughs) okay I'm not talking yeah you're getting back on the moral thing yeah um yeah, I agree. I think. But the oh, problem- okay. Hang on. So let me Go ahead. let me see if I understand. Sorry to cut you off, Joey. No. It, are you saying that we? Okay. So in the future, there could be a, a person who is ridiculously capable of doing something, and yet has some skeletons in their closet, and we're less likely to elect them because of those skeletons. They're, they're less likely to even run, even though they are ridiculously qualified no, and would be. No, no, sure, but 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 then by but my point is that the reason it might be bad is because then right next to them we have a completely squeaky clean candidate who is less capable of be, of doing the job well, and right. they'll get elected over the can person I, exactly. Who is. Can I and the only a- way to be squeaky clean is to have that as your threat. 
trust for your entire life, essentially. You have to be sort of grooming yourself. And that means that you are just because you're squeaky clean doesn't mean that you're a good person. It just means that you were very careful. And that is, that's kind of like this. um, But what? Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, this kind of gets into the the whole PC idea. The idea that the people that are most PC are often the most horrible people. They are just very aware of the speech that they need to use in order to uh, get that. uh, I, I just don't understand what your problem is. Like what are you talking about? He's saying we're, we're, what I'm saying? the microscope is too is too intense. Like we're we're we're, being- we're focusing on the wrong things. We're we're focusing on uh, a personality flaw when we should be focusing on what it is. Wh- what are the issues? But don't what you is- think personality does inform how they will govern? Okay, but, but oh, certainly. And like I said, Trump is a horrible person. We can all agree that he shouldn't be president, and that's where we are right now. Right, and but- I guess that's that's go ahead. But moving into the future, I think that that is is going. It, it has already opened the door to basically thinning the herd to people that are essentially just you know grooming themselves their entire lives for the presidency, rather than someone that is gains the experience and the real world knowledge to I mean, actually be. You're a good absolutely president. right, but the thing is, that's like this is old news, dude. That, that people have been doing this for exactly like 50 years and people have been trying to grant yeah, themselves the for the presidency. Thing. You're right. It's not cool. I mean, the fact is it's career politicians and that's your problem. Of years, you have a problem, with, you have problem with career politicians and you know what? So does everyone else in America, but you have to kind of do one thing at a time. And honestly, Citizens United is one of those things. We talked about that, but I mean, we can't really do anything about it right now. We just have to slowly ship it away brick by brick kind of thing. Wait, let, let me let me try career, to, the idea of getting rid of career politicians. That's what I was saying. Yeah, no, I know. But let me try to synthesize this in general. I, I I don't think that this election is a is indicative of every election. You know, I think we can all fucking agree upon that. You know what I mean? So you're right. They're not talking no, about the issues right the, now. Yeah, the election. But, this this is a new thing, but I I don't think this is going away now. He means now it's, one, it's going one established. direction. He's saying um, it's, we're slowly talking less and less I, and less every every election. I don't know exactly. if I don't know if I can agree with that. I mean, that's the you you said it opened the door. Well, so there are many things that have opened the door to this being a case, and that's you know the, just reality television. That's the the till then you know you go back to television itself. So yeah. television should have never been invented because then reality television will be invented, and thus we're going to have Trump as a candidate, and then this becomes a thing. It's like that's why the slippery slope argument doesn't really fall through. I mean, we can learn from the things that we've seen. You know what I mean? We can learn from the past. So just because it may have opened the door to the fact that you have to be squeaky clean, which by the way, was already wide open, doesn't mean that the next candidate, and again, what I'm trying to understand as far as your real fear is that, so again, correct me if I'm wrong, your fear is that there's somebody who will be elected because they're less capable and yet they are just squeaky clean over somebody who's (laughs) extremely capable and has some skeletons in their closet. I guess my base position is always that anyone that wants to be president should never be president. That's an insane position. <laughs> that is a ridiculously insane position. Why why would you, you say you that? have to be a good president to be a good president, you have to want to do the job. You have to you have to want to you have to have some gusto, you have some passion for the, the job. It's an extremely difficult job. It's a twenty four oh, hour a day job. I mean, yeah, yeah you could you could apply that to any job and say like anybody exactly. who wants to be an astronaut I should never that. be an astronaut. Well, no, I mean anyone that wants that much power already is suspect to me. So when Well that's why we have checks and balances. We know we know that it's gonna attract mm-hmm. a certain person because of the nature of the office. That's we know that. We've had that in, in place. There's nothing you can do to avoid the fact that people who want power are gonna want to seek it. You know what though? Yeah. Let's actually stay on this because this is very important and I think it's it's so fucking appropriate for right now as well. Um, talk to me about authoritarianism. What is that? Um, one step below dictatorship. I, well, I think it's the. I, 
and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's the the basic philosophical stance behind what dictatorship ultimately, you know, um, stands upon. Because dictatorship is a form of government authoritarianism, I think, is a philosophical oh, okay. viewpoint of, of you know, in, in other words, authoritarianism versus democracy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can have an authoritarian republic, but it would still be... Right, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So so authoritarianism in general, um, you know, is is the, the society gets behind one powerful leader um, and... Or a powerful party. No, no, I think it's an individual... It is an individual. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, the Nazis be considered authoritarian? No, they were fascists. Oh, well, yeah, I think these are there's definitely some overlap there. Yeah. By the way, oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it, ultimately, Nazis ended up being a dictatorship, obviously, and and oh, I see. Yes, authoritarianism. For I sure. thought the idea is yeah, that it, was, it comes from author, like you you create laws yourself, like like you're your own lawmaker. Oh, I thought no. it was authority, not yeah, exactly, uh, not okay. authorship. Favorite, uh, favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government, at the expense of personal freedom. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. So, mm. so, um, and that kind of is authoritarian. That or do many? Yeah, that was the the adjective. Right. right. Authoritarianism. Authoritarianism is the form of government characterized by a strong central power and limited political freedoms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so a, yeah, a party could be. Or, oh, there's yeah. there's there's four qualities here. I'll read you the first. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so number one, limited political pluralism. That is, such regimes place constraints on political institutions and groups like legislators, political parties, and interest groups. Number two, a basis for legitimacy based on emotion, especially the identification of the regime as necessary as a necessary evil to combat easily recognizable societal problems. Number three, minimal social mobilization, and number four. Informally defined executive def- power with often vague and shifting powers. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I think this is this is what a lot of people have been describing as Trump's sort of candidacy and rise yeah. as, as such is is a, is a, you a know, cry for authoritarianism. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean that uh, you know in the end the, the Republican Party kind of does they they you know you like strong leaders. That's the key. Um, and Trump, you know, is a quote strong leader in that sense, and and that's they why his boy they, Vladimir Putin is. They might perfect. have a, some Republicans might have a problem with you saying that, but that's okay. I agree. You're, You're absolutely right. It depends I, on I the wanna, generation wanna, of Republican, really. You're so, totally right. There's, don't forget yeah, the Republicans are split, split down right the middle now. right now. One, yeah. yeah, I mean, there probably are several different factions within the. You know, oh, uh, many of them should be probably be voting for Gary Johnson. Many of them should be voting for Trump. The other ones should be kind of completely con- should be voting for Hillary Clinton. It's like you know what yeah. I mean. And some are. I mean, George H. W. Bush said that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Dubs voting for Hill Dog. Hill Dog. Yeah, I thought yeah. he just wasn't backing Trump. I no, he was he's actually Hill backing Hill Dog. Yeah, he's he's endorsing Hill Dog. Wow. she's a centrist. Oh uh, God. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For and sure. She, she is kind of the um, yeah the dream of Republicans. Democrat, like oh the, yeah, for the, sure. She, she is the best possible Democrat that the Republicans could hope for. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They, I wish they would think that. They half them don't think. That. Okay, it's fine. Though. But um, know. so so but let's okay. So I. I don't want to go too far off topic because I really, I mean, that we, we're talking about an extremely can important I, issue here. Can I just touch on something you sure, said yeah, that would yeah. take us back a little bit? It was talking about how we didn't really talk about issues in the debate. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I, can I just, is that where you were going go back ahead. to the debate? No, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about Trump and women. Oh, well, but I guess this will lead, definitely lead us there. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I'll take us wherever we need to go. Well, I guess I was saying, uh, I was really frustrated with this debate. I had to kind of turn it off after halfway through. I was really, I was angry. I was like pissed off that. Not just the, the debate in general. I was hit, pissed off at Hillary. I was angry that she didn't really do what she should have done. Um, what do you think she should have done? Hold his feet to the fire a little bit more. Her, also, I feel like she— The she, only thing she on, needs she to do is not dissolve. 
No, hold on, hold on. She also made a comment, which I loved, which was she echoed Michelle Obama, which has been said before, get, when they go low, you go high, which I thought was really nice. And then she proceeded to then spend the next three minutes just in, just insulting Trump going and going yeah. low. Um, and I thought that was silly. I was like, you know what? You have a great opportunity here to really dive after the issues and let him wallow in the muck. And she didn't. She kind of went, she was tied down with him. He, she did get tied down in the muck a little bit. Now, that's not to say Trump won this debate. He, far from it. But I'm saying she was, she was, she did, to, she did fall a little bit to his bait, I think. It just feels like we have lost all of the progress that Bernie Sanders made. About talking about the issues. Yeah. Making it issues oriented. Exactly. I, well, the primary was, which was nice. Yeah. Why are you putting this on Hillary's shoulders? Let me ask you that. I'm not. Um, okay. In fact, I think it's interesting like, because- like, I mean, if, no. if, if anybody else was up there on the debate stage talking about issues, when, do you think that Hillary when, would be going no, low? Like, no, no. I don't Here's understand. the thing. Is Trump, like, is, is Trump, is, Trump is playing kamikaze here, and they've talked yeah. about That's this right now. That's what I'm saying. Now. So, so like, what, what are you going to do when, when a guy plays kamikaze? There's no one who can really defend it, um, unless you're Anderson Cooper, but he can't. He's not running for president. I thought Hillary did fine as far as she, she was able to talk about substantive issues and still at the same time- A few, few topics. Like, parry his- Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, are you really going to have a substantive debate with fucking Donald Trump? He's going to bring up. That's all he did in a weird way was just bring. You know, the first the first kind of half hour was him just completely imploding and losing his fucking mind, right? Because he was answering the, the question about the the tapes, which we have to get back to. But yeah, we'll get but, to. but every question was about ISIS. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. He pivoted to ISIS every no, single except time. When right? a black guy asks a question, then it's all about inner cities, right? Mm. That was amazing. Yep. Yeah, we'll that get was, there too. We're gonna get there. Or, or Muslim has a question about Islamophobia, and then you proceed to insult all Muslims. Make sure, man. Yeah, you, you have to report it. We'll get there too. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Don't don't just brush it off. I let, really like prosecute a case. Prosecute a case against those two things. When we get to, well, we'll get to it. Well, we get I, to I was it. just I was just mentioning, but sure. Okay, okay. I'll, little, I'll, little I'll prosecute you. Sure. <laughs> um, Ask a Jew to be a lawyer. Sure. On <laughs> um, Yom Kippur, no less. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's go back to Trump and women. Okay, so we agreed that we don't think that he necessarily has done those things. It's probably just braggadocia, as he has, you know, so eloquently put before. Um, but, but let's let's try to. Okay, no, okay. I'm sorry. I wanted to throw back to 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 give the other side a chance here. So, of course, now there's there's Hillary's involvement in in Clinton's indiscretion, right? Mm. So, I, the one of the first things that actually, by the way, has nothing to do with Bill um, that people automatically jump to as soon as you say, you know. Well, okay, Trump, Donald Trump is effectively a sexual predator who has committed sexual assault. The, the, the parry to that is, well, Hillary Clinton laughed at a rape victim. Yeah, I heard that's not true. Let's just presuppose it is. Let's just presuppose it is. There's a tape Why? out there. Why? Why should we presuppose it is when we know it's not true? Well, because we can we don't still know we can still true. break this down. Well, no, 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 no. Here's here's why. Here's why I'm going to presuppose it is. And okay. by the way, okay. I've heard a tape of similar thing where I, I have heard the tape. By the way, yeah. where where you know that basically yeah. somebody's asking her a question and she's talking and kind of is laughing about the the case itself. Mm -hmm. So and just to give you guys context on it, um, she was the the defense attorney for somebody who was um, accused of rape. Um, and was, uh, and in this, the conversation, this was, was in like the seventies, right? Uh, Maybe, I think 80s. I don't remember. Exactly. Exactly. I, think I feel 80s. like it was the eighties. Okay. It, it may have been the late seventies. Right. Right. I'm going to guess 81, but I'll, I'm going to guess 77, <laughs> um, or 79. Um, and so she, she was in the conversation having a legalese discussion. And then during that conversation kind of like chuckled, right? Had a little Hillary cackle. Hmm. Um, I'm sure her now shoulders keep in mind, bobbed. this was before, now this is, yeah, right. Keep in mind, this was, uh, prior to. Um, the, 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 the trial, I guess, as it were, I don't think there ended up being a trial in that case, but 
So let's let's take these two sides for what they're worth. All right, and let's let's the reason that we'll presuppose it is because it might give us some insight into the character of each person. Let's truly try to empathize with each of these situations. Okay, if you were Hillary in that instance, why would you personally laugh at a at a rape victim? Can you put your mindset in behind that? What would happen? But that's not what would you have to why, go through. I don't think that's the right question. Well, answer it for me first, and then we'll try to ask the right question. It's certainly super, super speculative, but um, I, you know, the the justification could certainly be just alleviation of tension. Okay, so there's something like that. Um, go ahead, Joey. Yeah, I think first of all, we know Hillary. We know she does laugh in an awkward situation. She did it literally at the last debate and the one before. It's what she does when she feels anxious. Okay, um, I do it too. Okay. It's a defense mechanism. Okay. Uh, she also might have been was, laughing. Was, go ahead, yeah, yeah. At something else. I mean, we don't know exactly what could have made her like. No, I'm, I'm saying it was, you were like laughing. I'm presupposing you were laughing specifically at that situation. You can also laugh at extremely dark things. Like there are Holocaust uh, survivors who laugh at uh, things about when they laugh about Auschwitz and mm-hmm. stuff like that because that's how they cope. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's a coping mechanism. You're kind of agreeing with Sean in that sense. I think there's two coping okay. mechanisms and, there. There's one when you cope with trauma and there's one when you cope with. Um, awkwardness. Awkwardness. Okay. Uh, anxiety. Okay. Got it. Got it. I don't think it was trauma. I mean, she wasn't personally raped, but I mean, okay. So well, sure she might be empathizing with the victim in a weird way. It's fine. Uh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Good point. So, um, no, that's not now, a good point. <laughs> yes, it is. Randomly say you're not raped. If she was, if she had been, okay, I don't want to. If even Hillary was raped bef- prior to this situation, and then there's, oh, there's that would certainly lingering. have a different connotation, right? Okay, but of course, ext- again, this, yeah. and so now we're no, definitely getting wow, into like super, this weird, super speculative. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to, I don't want to go there, and that's that's fine. But um, now, again, what was her job in this instance where she was caught, you know, laughing and seemingly acting callous? Oh, she the defense attorney. She was the defense attorney. No, she was she was a legal aide. I thought I don't, she was really attorney. She was. Oh, I thought she was lead. I think she was too, but but it's okay. Let let's let's just say w- she's whatever, involved. Whatever's yeah. worse, let's just say she was just tangentially involved. Okay, and she was just looking. And she was stuff. like twenty cool. something. Okay, so oh, wait, she she was twenty seven. It was nineteen seventy five. Okay. Wow, she's a lot younger. Right. She's a lot younger than I thought. I was yeah, right. You were right. Um, you said okay. seventy seven, by the way. I did say seventy seven. Not right. I was okay. Fine. I was the rightest. <laughs> you were the rightest. Um, so again, was this a crime? By the way, anything she did was it any? Was it what is it a crime? No. The answer is obviously no. Right? Okay. Yeah. She, she was callous, maybe a little bit cold-hearted. Um, none of which is really crazy condemnable. W- w- does this sort of disqualify her from being president or holding office or anything in your when mind? When she laughed once inappropriately when she was twenty-seven. No. Okay. Okay, cool. So we tried to empathize with that, right? Now let's just empathize with Trump. Why would you walk up to a woman and grab her pussy? <laughs> just out of curiosity. Uh, because, I mean, in my opinion, you really want me to try to come up with a reason? Yeah. Honestly, empathize. No. Put yourself in that no. mindset. Will not. Okay. Joy doesn't want to play. <laughs> because there's no way for me to empathize, empathize with that. It yeah. literally it goes against the word empathize. Yeah, it's it's not empathy. It's more of a justification or a logicking of why it happened. But I don't. I I, I couldn't certainly put myself in that. Okay, position. you're gonna make me be the fucking slime ball. Yep. Um, so I, you're I, not gonna make me be a slime ball. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I think. <laughs> so you. What do you, think you what, already? How mentioned? could you ever answer that question? I'm about He's to with try. my face and my fucking I'm mouth su- opening <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Surprise! You're going to. Um. It, well, it, I think you've already touched on it. It's a question of power, right? Yeah. It's a question of looking at. Uh, uh, this other person as as a lesser, as an object, and sort of you know a, a, an a, item, a plaything, a plaything, yeah, and and also more importantly that she probably wants it. You know what? I'm a big star. That's yeah. the she other. Probably that's wants what it. I didn't. Well, want that's to say. part of the power. I mean, isn't it? 
Yeah, and exactly. that's what yeah. you're just talking about. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm I so can, alluring I can and powerful. use this power. Yeah. I am alluring. I it, am, I mean, it's it, megalomaniacal. It's narcissistic. It's all of these things. It's all predicated on they let you do it. It's right. all predicated on the power allows you to when have When you're a big this. star. Exactly. 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 So between those two situations, which of those two do you think would, uh, which of those two individuals, right? We've now kind of put ourselves in that position and given some sort of a thought. Now, keep in mind, the latter was a fucking crime. The latter is completely fucking immoral. The also, latter is disgusting. The latter is well, etc. Et why are we equivalent? I'm about to answer the. I'm about to answer you that question. Okay. <laughs> um, between clearly, those two I think we should not. By the way, I think that's the wrong thing to do right now. If you just let me do it, it'll be fine. Between okay. these two individuals, right? Which of those two do you think? Ha- would would be more of a champion of the kind of common person who would care for people uh, more. Again, I don't. Want They're to both like callous actions. Can right? I explain why I don't like these questions? <laughs> Fine, go ahead. Because I think what we're doing is we're we're putting them up against each other in an equivalency when they should not be compared. They are. You have to vote for one or the other, right? No. Yeah, so you have no, to compare the two in order to determine two, who the best person is. You're comparing two random. First of all, the Trump campaign. If you're going to play devil's advocate here, the Trump campaign isn't just using this rape case. They're using the Bill Clinton stuff as well. They had the four women there. It wasn't just this one. So I know. This is only one quarter of their argument, by the way. I get it. That's why I'm I'm prosecuting this one case first, and we can determine that, and then but, we can t- then we can talk but about. But I'm Bill saying you're not playing want. devil's advocate correctly because you're you're giving them 25 percent of their case instead of. 100%. You know what I mean? I'm taking each case individually. And then putting up against his one case where he... No, I'm taking this <laughs> one instance of Hillary where she acted callous and this one instance... I'm taking the first line of defense that people will talk about as far as Hillary's um, character against Trump's character. That's a, that's a d- direct attack between the two. When Hillary talked about this and this when Trump just, talked about this. This is the whole thing I, why I don't like this, though, because I think— you, when, Can when, you answer my question between the—I mean, obviously the answer is Hillary, yes, right? Yes, that's why I'm not— But, but the, the question is going to be why. What is the difference the, between those two? Because they're completely different actions. Explain to me how. One's laughing. Okay. The other one is not. The other one is bragging about well, sexual assault. They were both laughing. He didn't do anything. He didn't he, actually he do did, anything. Only that Shay. And there were other people laughing as well. We're going to get to the locker room talk too, in a sense. But like, just that's what I'm saying. Like, don't derail me. Just answer my fucking question. I am, but but I think it's important. Or figure out a better question to ask. Okay, but just because because it's you, Sean O'Brien, doesn't mean I have to just play along. I'm trying to explain what you're saying is wrong. Well, what I'm saying is that I don't like the idea of comparing two random actions like this. I think it's silly. I think it's moot. I think it's. Which is fine, but people do. And so the question isn't. Why is it not I, the right question? Here's qu- why I don't yeah, think yeah, that's sure. I don't like that people do that. I think that what you it's it kind of playing into what Trump's strategy is, not strategy, but defense mechanism of saying, anytime I do something wrong, here, look at the other guy. Look what they did. They did something wrong. Let's compare the two things. No, you take each action on its own and defend it by itself. You don't say, I'm gonna compare it with what my opponent did. No, that's I, that's a that's I, a childish thing I that did. they did. I took both of those situations individually to understand it on its own merit, and now we have to compare the I two. I don't want to do that. That's okay, what, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. Then, then okay, my, that, my, you don't have to, but my, I'm explaining you why I think it's a stupid well, thing to do. Okay, well, let me try to explain why I don't think it is. Yes, that's how most people are going to determine. What? Yes, and bro. <laughs> that's no. how. That's how. That's how people are going to <laughs> determine who to vote for, right? How do you think people are going to determine who they're going to vote for? Who they like more, right? Who or who they dislike less? So I they're going to compare okay, the other that's, two. That's one, and I'm, I'm presenting the argument again, that I people wouldn't agree have with made. any of that. And by simply saying the fact that they that oh people do it and they shouldn't is dismissing the very thing that people are using to decide who they're going to vote for. So if I prosecute a case between like based on exactly what the two people are are you but know you're or taking, what the person is comparing, you're not taking equivalencies. 
I am not the one making the arguments. I am breaking down an argument that others have made, and I've tried to fucking explain why one is worse than the other, and at every turn, okay. you're saying you can't compare the because two. Because it's not the argument. That's not the argument. What is the argument? Fine. Then well, It is an argument that I have heard that I am now trying to diffuse. And don't, continue then. I'm, I don't know where you're going with this. I, it's done. I asked That's the question, just, which of those two people do you think is going to be more of a champion of the this common okay. person, We did correct? this, yes. We did this, yes. Right. So, yeah. Hill so, Dog, yes. Okay. Hill Dog's the answer right. there. Exactly. Yeah. So, now we can talk about the Clintons. We can talk about the Bill's indiscretions that I don't want to talk so, about this, though. Be, That's my whole point is I hate the, I hate doing this. Fine. What would you like to talk about? Trump. Okay. Not, what about Not Trump? Bill fucking Clinton because he's not running for president. Okay. Well, y- yes, but the, the uh, actions around Bill Clinton certainly do transfer over to Hillary. How? Or, well, not I shouldn't say transfer over, but she certainly had a hand in that. Uh, the way that she treated the people that came out against him is certainly going to be mm. detrimental to her personality flaws. Uh, that is... Well, she's 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 angry and, and fighting against women who have allegedly and or definitely slept with her husband, right? R- right. So and, I feel like I in my if I was in my if I was in that position, I probably would would be pretty pissed at those women. See that that's if, they, if I was a woman who I, who, I guess a that's bunch my, of women just cheated on my husband. That's another you know, fundamental issue I have with society. So if we take a a hypothetical where we have a man and a woman that are married and the man cheats on the woman with someone else, your anger is more justifiably uh, put towards the husband than it is towards the other people that slept with him. The husband is the one that took the vow. That's the one you should be attacking, okay. not the people that were, you know, outside what if, what of this relationship. What if your husband was your best friend? The fuck does that matter? Loyalty. Okay. So you're, you. but what I'm saying is that, you know, when you enter a marriage, when you enter those vows, mm-hmm. these are the only two people that matter. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, that they have no control. So when I am getting married, I am saying that I am, you know, not going to be cheating on this person. I am not going to sure. go outside of the marriage for that. Sure. That is a vow that I have made. And then if I go outside of the marriage, that is a vow that I have broken. Sure. These you, women so that I'm being sleeping Clinton in that instance. Exactly. These women that or I'm sleeping. Bill Clinton in that instance. Right. Okay. So then so, what's Hillary? What, so how can you control Hillary's reaction in that? You're saying that she ought to be more angry at Bill than the women. And I'm, I, I'm, Suggesting the fact that I'm what if it's that out it's, of loyalty that she's more out of more angry out of the women who slept, and I'm saying that's completely unjustifiable. Why is that unjustifiable? I, I just gave you a justification: loyalty. Right. She but, also might not have believed that it actually happened. Uh, that's truly doubtful. But. You're right. You know what? I think I, I think you're right. There are there may have been instances beforehand where she kind of doubted it, or you know what? It may have happened even before that. He may have cheated on her, and this was sort of a pattern that she fell into each yeah. time, where it's like she's mad at the women rather than him, and she just kind of stuck with that pattern in the sense. Um, but I, I'll stick with this. Let's say she's fine. She knew, but it still was a question of loyalty. She's it, sticking. She's standing by her husband. Right. Her but, best friend. Certainly, but then to strike out against those women who essentially did nothing wrong except sleep with a man—that sounds—that's kind of wrong. Well, well like yeah. she slept with a—they ma- slept with a married man, right? That's bullshit. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. If <laughs> if 
Because they never took a vow to not sleep with this married man. The sure. married man's the one that took the vow to not sleep with other fucking people. Well, what that's how marriage fucking works. Yeah, but the vow, I mean, really, the, the, the vow co- is the vow is just words, right? Well, that's the, the whole, end. That marriage is just fucking words then. Yeah, so I then get none you. of it fucking matters. Precisely. <laughs> it's, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. And, uh, or at least they're comparable. It doesn't make a difference whether, like, the women knew that he was married. So, like, there's a certain moral understanding in that that you probably shouldn't cuckold another person. You know what I mean? And in, in the same way that if you're married, you should... You should probably not try to cuckold the person you're married to. The only difference is the kind of vow that you made, which is arbitrary. I so think it, ultimately, but in this instance, again, the, I, it has nothing to do with Hillary. It, well, no, her reaction, her how she treated those people, how she went after those girls, those women that he slept with. Sorry, they, how, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm curious. How did she go after these women? Uh, I don't know. Honestly. Oh, very, very publicly shaming and publicly denouncing each one of those people. Uh, what was it? Jennifer Flowers? Was, like what? Like she went on TV and said something? What? I don't, honestly, I don't general know. General character assassination and kind of, yeah, basically. Yeah, like full yeah. on, like digging up as much dirt as possible, trying to discredit these people. So right. as if these people were lying about it. As, as if these people were inherently liars. I gotcha. So, they, you know, it was essentially a, a slander and a, uh, a libel campaign against all of these women that so, were making accusations I, against Again, I, I don't know this. I'm, if you ask Hillary today. You're too young, man. Uh, Fucking millennials. I, I don't remember the Jennifer Flowers stuff. I only remember Lewinsky. Um, if you ask Hillary today, if, did Bill cheat on you? She would clearly say yes, right? She'd have to. She'd, she'd say, why don't you go fuck yourself? Probably. Yeah, well, probably. okay. I, I, <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying. She, she knows, right? She knows all this. She wouldn't, she's not in denial, right? Mm. No, okay. I don't think so. Uh, so she's she's made her men's, she's made her peace with it, I guess, with her. And so it's just. As far as, well, I guess that's kind of why my, oh, go ahead, finish what you're saying. No, I guess that's all I want to say. My point is, as far as as far as her her private life is concerned, I, I think her her the, this hypothetical answer that I've given you is is probably more appropriate than you realize. She would tell you to go fuck yourself. This is my husband. This is our private life. And regardless of how I've lashed out or how I acted, go motherfuck yourself. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. Well, yeah. and that, I you know think I mean? that's a lesson that she learned from Bill. Because had Bill initially said go fuck yourself, I think we wouldn't have had the impeachment. We wouldn't have had a lot of that stuff. You're right. There's a lot of lawyer. Like, that happen, and once again, though I've given you a justification that was loyalty with her best friend, right? Mm-hmm. And and sure, you know what? Let's let's give it a little I bit. I still of don't think that's morally justified. Um. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Um. Uh, why is that? Why? Is it, how is that? discrediting her completely from being president or does it how oh, no. to what to what degree does that discredit her capabilities as president I, again that's just a more character attacks and i don't think that uh the character of a president is necessarily uh a linear um uh measurement for how good of a president they'll be okay. it doesn't uh, directly correlate yeah, okay. so we're still so it, once again she's still that that doesn't essentially discredit her disqualify her from being president as her actions with no more, women as far no as more so than Trump grabbing pussies. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> that's why Wait. that's why I was comparing the two, Mr. Bonnier. Th- but because see, these are two these are two comparable took things. It to right? extreme there. No well, he may have, but we are now comparing these two situations, right? That's the reality. No, no, no. You're making an equivalency here in which he somebody did. somebody trying to character character assassinate women who have slept with your husband out of loyalty, right? Presupposed loyalty. Let's let's even let's even add the malice element where she eventually is seeing the end game where she wants to be president and them them coming out and being confirmed as sli- sleeping with this man ruins her chances of being president a president 20 years down the line. Fine. Let's just give her that malice too. You're equating that 
to sexual assault. Mm, well, you think oh, that those are morally similar? Well, didn't morally we, unjustifiable? I, I thought we were already under the presupposition that Trump didn't actually do these things. You that said he, he was did. just talking about doing these things. Um, okay, you said that's, he probably that's a did. Fair point. Well, well, and I have no idea. Then, so, well, then, well, okay, the, then rephrase what you were saying before. Uh, as far so, as it no longer, I guess. Uh, well, one thing I do want to add here is that. No one has taken into account the idea that Trump might not be lying when he says that they wanted it. So mm -hmm. if if he went up and actually grabbed a woman by the pussy mm -hmm. and she didn't want that, that's a crime. Mm -hmm. But if she did want that, if she if she was in with that, then that changes that circumstance completely. This is why almost every podcast, by the way, that I listened to after the tape came out was solely of women. Mm. They basically had almost every podcast I listened to. Oh, the, I'm sure the, very few the, women would be the male wanting hosts. someone to come up and grab their pussy. I don't think well, any. Well, here's what I'm saying. It's not one. Here's what. I'm, what? No, go ahead. Not one. Okay, yeah. Here's <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's and it goes back to what we've had discussions on so many fucking times in the sense that like it's that that's a, that's a large speculation without actually being a woman. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I I couldn't put myself in the mindset of of wanting a man I don't know a 70 year old. Cinnamon Hitler with floppy hair walking up to me and grabbing my vagina. He's still 50. Um, he's 50. Well, he's 60 years old here. He's not some young guy. He's a gross 60-year-old. Well, this is a story he was not telling 10 different. years ago. It makes a difference. Mm -hmm. So who knows how long before this supposedly happened? Who mm -hmm. knows what age he would have been? But also, he's of one of the rich, or you know, considered one of the richest man men in the country. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is uh, you know, the, most women might not find that attractive, but there are going to be a handful. And I assume that's that, a large assertion, man. I, I don't know if there are. Dude, there's people that are attracted to fucking everything. Okay. You know, I mean, I mean there's people that get married to people in prison. There's people that, you know, sure. seek out serial killers. There is some woman out there sure. that wants her pussy grabbed by Donald Trump. I, I, I don't deny that. I, I think, I think, it, it, Okay. Ironically, that but but the thing well, it's not about on, it's not about it, there still needs to be some form of consent. That's the right. That's the word. Do you consent. See what I'm consent is the word. Well, and again, so we, it's like even if it's just a look, this is a hypothetical situation. We have no idea, and no one is even uh, you know taking into account that you know this is just his mating ritual. That this is how he you know goes about things, and is you know there are going. Let to me show you some furniture. I'll then I'll grab your pussy. I, this is the mating ritual of the. Of the, the president of the United States. The, oh, I'm not fucking saying that he should be president. That's I, what I'm saying. He should not. And that, and that, <laughs> I think that's the that's the point here. That's why I was trying to compare those two in the sense of like it, one of these two may or may not be disqualifying. The other may or may not be disqualifying. Which of these two is is which of these two is more likely to lead to a candidate who is going to do a good job in, in that? And, and and one essentially we've already I have agreed no is based idea. on. Well, like I said, one is based on a megalomaniacal mindset in which you think it's okay to walk up and. And and keep take, in mind, take advantage of, take advantage of a human being, mm -hmm. somebody else. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? R regardless of the gender, regardless of whatever. And I do, sure. by the way, I want to take a quick side. No, whatever. I'm, I was on a train <laughs> of thought here. Um, uh, and and you have to compare, you know, the, the the mentality of these two different people, right? In one in one instance, I've given you a, a an empathetic possibility of loyalty, and I and then I granted you even further the 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 again possible megalomaniacal or at the very least kind of you know um, uh, not malicious, but what's the word? Um, malevolent mentality of of power, 
right? And that was Hillary. That was Hillary defending the women who slept with Trump or, or you know, who slept with her husband. Or um, attacking. Attacking. attacking, yeah. Or laughing at the rape victim, whatever. That, mm-hmm. All the callousness regarded mm-hmm. in there um, versus the callousness, callousness of Trump is we're, we're comparing the two callousnesses and one of which is, is I think, much more dangerous than the other. I, I think they're both disregard for, for humanity. I think they're, you no, know, I, they, they manifest differently, but I do think they are essentially the, the same root. Well, okay. Um, so I, in that sense, we should just disregard all characterization in general, all personality in general, voting for president, just go on actions and issues. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, yeah, is, that, is that what you want? I, 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 that is certainly closer to the system that I want. Um, you know, I, we, we, like I said, we can't elect Jesus every four years. So we, would you like maybe like a gimp, like a presidential candidate gimp? Like they they come out of the box when election day and you just vote for them. You don't know who they are. You just know all the issues that they stand for. Um, we could certainly adopt uh, systems that are in other civilized countries where we don't have a three-year fucking election cycle. Well, that's hundred percent. I true. mean, we, you know, <laughs> because we've been digging up dirt on these people for so long that that well just gets deeper and deeper every time we dig into it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if we shorten the election cycle, we could actually concentrate on you know who these people are today. We have to allow for the fact that you know people change over time and. There's a reason that you can't be president until you're 35 because people are fucking stupid when they're young and people are going to make these mistakes and they are going to have these things in their background. And if that's all the presidency is about, then we're going to have people that are clearly isn't all that the presidency is about. And it has all the election has become about that's no, no, no. That's this election has become very much about that because Trump is a fucking buffoon and it's very difficult to kind of pin him down on some sense of issues and it's and it's kind of fun to watch the circus you know what i mean so yes this election has absolutely become a weird entertainment perverse thing but as you but, guys have said that's been ramping up for the last 50 years that is you that, think last like really the last last you know 10 elections have been I, like that i disagreed but. when you said it but i'm just throwing it back out there so <laughs> <laughs> i mean this this is it, it is certainly something that has been uh uh more so in the past and i do think that you, like you said our reality culture our reality television culture everything that has has culminated into american politics this is the the current way of things i think i think it does speak to uh, us as a society and certainly. culture we people and Carlin used to always say this too, and that like who do you expect you're gonna get? Like you are gonna get a member of your population. Like people are like, oh, you're so surprised that Bill Clinton or Ronald Reagan or someone represents us. That's who we are. Yeah. Like you can't just say this is these are the leaders and the people are much different. No, the leaders are coming from are the, from the people. This is supposedly the best of what we got. Um, and I agree. I don't think this is the best of what we got, and that's yeah. the problem with, with this specific election. Now. Obviously, I'm going to get a lot of pushback on this. So before I, you can go, I'm just going to say I do think Obama was yeah. the best of what we had. At the time, which, certainly. At the time, at the time, which is interesting in that we don't have that quite now. So I do think it might be an anomaly in that because Obama, the last two elections, was somewhat substantive in his issues and mm-hmm. somewhat. I'm not, not completely, but— you know, you know, There was a lot of relevant. hope and change and whatnot, but yeah, there were issues. What is so fucking bad about Hillary Clinton? I don't get it. I don't get it like, either, that's Sean. That's the thing, honestly. I don't to get be, it either. To be completely honest with you, we're talking about electing this, this completely unprepared, like, failed businessman, narcissist, 
like, you know, champion of racists, essentially duping the people into this situation, absolute misogynist, you know, sexual assault boasting lunatic who fires every fucking person in his wake and will and, you know, sides fucking sides with Russia on almost everything. Right. We have we have every possible fucking thing I could break down with Trump. And you, you were willing to kind of go that route simply because this old lady kind of rubs rubs me the wrong way. Like get the or be, just because he has a fucking R on his shirt is that really all there is to it? He's a fucking R on his shirt. He's got Ooh. a fucking D on his shirt. That's lot, why we're gonna no, be there. There's, a, there's a lot it? more to what it than is that. It? There's a lot more to it than what? that. What? Well, you touched on a lot of them. Uh-huh. One is racism and bigotry. I think we forget about how many of people are backing Trump that are actually are in that camp. Maybe it's not so that the they fi- do have a so they're harboring it's, some racist. Maybe tendencies. it's not the fifty-one percent of the basket of deplorables that she said. But it, <laughs> you know what? Even if you at, at this point, it's a good at this fucking point, if you are sort of supporting Trump, you are harboring some racist tendencies. You have to. I'm sorry. Not I don't. I, I, there, okay. There, there is the faction that is just wanting things to blow up. There is the faction that just wants to burn it down, and Trump is that candidate. Trump is going to burn things down. Don't forget about the unbelievable ignorance that we have. Unbelievable. Like Trump, here's another thing I want to say. You didn't quite mention this one of all the lists that you made about Trump's candidacy is his ignorance is the reason why I'm not voting for him. He literally knows nothing. About foreign policy, about candidacy, about the Constitution. He knows nothing. The only thing he knows is what has been told to him 10 minutes before his debate. Judge report. (laughs) <laughs> on drug report, on whatever. Or it, Breitbart. It, his, he, it's not only does he have a very low attention span, he has a very bad memory. He seems to have a very bad, just can't remember shit. But this is why I see this as a completely rigged no, election. He doesn't. Oh my God, go ahead, Sean. I mean, you're, you guys are going to yell at me for conspiracy shit, but um, the, you know, uh, the idea that is Hillary is, is so hated, whether or not it's justified or not, uh, th- this is kind of the only circumstance where she could walk into that presidency without any hiccups. I don't think... I, I really don't understand all of the the anger and the tension because I don't see Trump as having any fucking chance. Like, I, I think that he is essentially put up to allow Hillary to become the president because there is, you know, he is so deplorable and he was just the right man at okay. the right time Who, for them to put who's in. Who's putting him up? I'm not even going to go there. All right, let's not do that. You're right. Let's, not let's, do that. let's But I will grant you, let's step back for a moment before we before we do that um the 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 reason that the anger and tension at least for me is because what if what if it what if it actually is simply the fact that many people that you know the, a a large plurality of the republican party voted this man into office and currently there are 40% of americans who are essentially backing him right that's that's a lot of people and 37% but yeah you're right yeah and I, well, so so that's that's why that's why because because i you know i Let's just, you know, conspiracy theories aside of why he's there, there are mm-hmm. still people who are supporting him. And that to me is scary. Let's talk about that for a second. Can we, can we, because that's something that's festering? Because if, if, if essentially we have right. somebody and who comes along who's more clean cut yet harboring the same kind of things and, you know, knows a little bit more and actually respects women and maybe speaks another language, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm, I feel like I'm ripping this off from a different podcast, but we have that same kind of, um, the same candidate who's harboring all these kind of alt right you know, tendencies, Mm -hmm. these essentially racist, 100% racist tendencies, and then, and is, can ascend to power. That's scary. 
Yes, uh, certainly that I that concept of you know I mean we the the correlations to Hitler would be apt if I thought Trump had any fucking chance. No, I, that's why I'm saying I'm I'm putting Trump aside. I'm saying that underneath it is this mentality that's that, still lingering. Well, that's I mean to me that's just society that's going to exist. You're going to have thirty percent of people that are just fucking deplorable. I you know not everyone in this in the world is in. In favor of, uh, you know, progress in favor of everyone having rights. There's, you know, there's, there's still a lot of people that hate gay people. There's still a lot of people that hate just Mm -hmm. about every race. There's, you know, there, that hatred is going to exist. No, that's, that's where I don't think I agree with you. What do you mean? By claiming it's, it is always going to be there. I don't know that it's always going to be there, but it is, it does certainly exist now. Sure. And we're not to a point where that has been completely erased from society. Oh no, for sure. So that, I mean, that is essentially the the public forum for that that is them sort of you know uh, kind I, I see it as sort of a, a last grasp of the uh, the KKK essentially yeah it really is the, I do this too. sort of you know the, uh, hey guys we're still alive we're still uh, out well, here I, hating people by the way, I guess the good I mean, news <laughs> is we have kind of turned the lights on and all the cockroaches are now just like there and we're seeing and they're yeah. like stuck in the in the the white it, hot light of shame as you guys like to claim exactly <laughs> and and I I still don't think that's the majority of people supporting Trump I think the majority of people supporting Trump are supporting him literally because, you know, kind of the same reason people were supporting Bernie, because it's that outside candidate, regardless of everything else. It is someone that is not political. It is someone that is going to destroy the system. By the way, okay. So I think that's interesting too, because- uh, The system, oh, go ahead. The system's going to change, by the way. Let's presuppose he loses, uh, because I I do agree it's going to happen. I think the question is then what's the aftermath? How do we clean all this shit up? Um, (laughs) And it's really interesting. A lot of people have talked about this too, but uh, basically Trump's, they, people think Trump will start his own kind of Fox News network. Yeah. Well, he and, said he will. And also I don't well, that's think why it's going it, to have a party. I think there's going to be a Trump party, uh, which will be, you know, the alt-right party. And that will be amazing. The um, TPP? The, <laughs> <laughs> you down with TPP? Yeah, you know me. Um, but the thing is, it, it's I do view this as somewhat the last gasp and the high water, not even the high water mark. The high water mark of the neocons or the alt right or whatever was 2005 or whatever when Bush was in power and Cheney was in power. Blah blah blah. That now it's the death knell. This is the final last kind of. They're like, oh my god, let's see if we can maybe grasp on the Trump. Uh, another great article I, I want to point out was from the New York Times where they looked at all the different neo Nazi and hate groups that are supporting Trump over the past year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. 30 different groups and like a billion different like leaders. And they all are saying these really complimentary things about Trump and all this stuff. So, <laughs> but I mean, that goes right back to Sean's point as far as it's such a huge, there's such a huge amount of people out there that just have, I do think that, but I think, tendencies. but I think that it just, it seems like they are coming, tendencies are racist. Yeah. They're coming to light a lot more because of the internet and because of their, they're not afraid to come out anymore because of Trump. Which, Everything's coming to light. Now, well, though. and you know like, what? That actually kind of speaks to the other thing that kind of really does, does, does go to my point as far as Trump being such a such a terrifying candidate in in this and especially with this women assault element of it. Like, like let's let's just say that he he only boasted about it, right? He only boasted about um, walking up and grabbing a woman's pussy. This and it don't kind say of that word. Back, it jumps back to our hero Shut element, up, where where <laughs> we have some co- we have this college kid or a high school kid who who you know hears Trump saying it, supports Trump, thinks that Trump is going to fucking make America great again, and he's like, and he basically at this the next party he fucking goes to walks up to a woman and grabs her pussy. What about it? 
that's a reality of the situation as far as that's that's the you know we have the president as a as a sort of as a, a figurehead for all the way that we should be acting hence why by the way we would like our presidents to be squeaky clean because of the fact that <laughs> this was this was literally we, a question we'd like everybody to we'd like them to be a person who we can look up to who yeah, we, this, who this was can, a question of the debate like. i thought this was interesting because they were saying well, how, how do you, are you a role model for kids and how did trump answer that isis yeah, yeah. <laughs> isis um Anyway, can we go ahead, Shawnee? Were you gonna, well? I mean, I, were you going to say something before? I feel like I cut you off, Joey. Uh, I forget. It doesn't matter. It's Sorry, normal. dude. No, it's fine. Go ahead. And I, I don't necessarily know that front and front of mind and foremost of a president should be uh, being a role model for children. I, I you know, it, it, this kind of gets into a, a larger problem again I have with society, but this sort of uh, infantilizing of America, the idea that everything now is made for children. You know, when I was growing up- I said every- a college kid, by the way, and I'm talking about, a, I'm talking about protecting the rights of, of people. Well, I mean, if if a college kid is that uh, uh, that influenced by those things, something went horribly wrong but, in his upbringing. Uh, no, I, actually, I think it's the same thing where many people think it's okay to ban people based on their religion, ban from people from a country based on their religion. I think it's okay to con- to consider inner right, city synonymous with can black. I, can I, I answer the people, college? Point? I think that he well, is, he is a figurehead for every for these things that and people are people are following him because he is the nominee, he's the right. Republican nominee. I, I, on the other hand, though, it, it's possibly better that this stuff is is being brought out rather than just sure. continuing to deny that these people exist and that this sentiment exists within our country we we actually have proof and, and we now can we have can a discussion do, yeah, about now it, yeah now we can do something okay. about it well then let's discuss so trump i think doubled down on his I, i'm sorry joey were you gonna say something just before just now well it was a quick point about college i just wanted to refute his point about not college not being influenced you're not influenced in college i think it's literally the time where you're so influenced your mind is being molded you're hearing all these different classes and different ideas and opinions that's the time to, you're going to be extremely influenced <laughs> right but if you're are, so morally bankrupt that donald trump grabbing someone's pussy is now your justification i think that's already been ingrained in you i don't think that oh uh, sure I, I, don't, I don't disagree i don't think you walk into class monday morning hear that donald trump grabbed someone's pussy and then all of a sudden your worldview has changed I, and now things are okay i actually do i actually really do think that people people will kind of base what they think is okay to do off of people that they admire. Oh, certainly. But I I think that that would have happened regardless. I do not think so at all. Who are the role models in society? I think that if I think that if that same yeah, kid, yeah, should be. That's that my question. I'm oh, sorry. Who, who no, no, you, you, you finish your sentence first. I'm sorry. That same kid that. Well, I, I think that 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 same kid who had who is looking up to candidate X, mm-hmm. right? Um, because of the fact that they have an R on their shirt, that's mm-hmm. ultimately what it is, right? So they get they're wearing an R on their shirt, and so the kid For is some, looking up okay. to that person. In this instance, sure. In this instance, absolutely, okay. right? And we have one in one instance, it's a guy who just kind of reads Ayn Rand a lot and fucking talks about you know how the poor the, the, the poor are bringing down society, et cetera, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? <laughs> the paw. So right, and and um and. And but nothing, nothing actually immoral is happening. It's just ultimately, it, ultimately, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an economic stance, and it's, a, it's an economic Fuck mindset. The poor that's is not there. immoral. <laughs> well, I, well, it's different if candidate X walks up and yeah, fucking yeah. kicks a homeless guy in the face, totally. or like you know, actually brings a homeless guy up on stage and you know, banters him, yeah. right? Th- then get I, a job. Exactly, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. I think I think that those those actions are are going to play uh, an integral part in what that what this person. 
regardless whether it's a college kid, a high school kid, or just a regular fucking, you know, 40, 50 year old Joe on the street is mm-hmm. watching this happen and thinks it's okay. In the same in the same case that we had all the violence at the Trump rallies, right? I'd like to punch him in the face is what Trump says and what happens, you I, know, it, uh, then at the very next rally, some kid gets fucking punched in the face. I'm, I, it's not a direct correlation. I'm not trying to, yeah. to you know, make any leaps here. I, I'm simply saying that I, I do think that the, every candidate for president it is going to be a role model simply by the fact that they are the candidate. They now, got to that point, so there right. was something that was done right. Now, there, to your question, ought they be? Who who ought to be? Yeah, um, I do think so. I think the president should be the role model. Um, and I, obviously, this is extremely idealistic. I think politicians could be role models. Now, you know, Sean Fall is going to laugh at that. And mm-hmm. I kind of would laugh at they, that too. They could be. Yeah, yes. They could, could be. Exactly. Totally. They, and they should and be. And should be. They should be. And they were, you know, back in, let's say the 19th century or so. But know. is that also they the- still are, dude. For some I think people. they still are. You know what I mean? For some people. Look at Barack Obama. He's very I inspirational. Say, exactly. I mean, people people growing up would love to be president because of how cool he is and what he and, and everything that he's accomplished. He makes it look good. He doesn't, I mean, if you look at- I can't at, wait to grow up and drone people. Well, okay, we're not going to get to. Come on, you know, I, you know what? You're getting on me at a point where I agree with you, so don't do that. More importantly, it, 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 the role models. It. I, I think also this is interesting because you know Charles Barkley famously said, "I am not a role model," you know, and he because mm-hmm. he's an athlete. Everyone looks up to athletes, obviously. And should athletes be role models? I think no. Uh, should actors be role models? I think no. Absolutely not. So then, who are we left with? Well, no, no, no. Um, the, I think that anybody, anybody who is in a position of influence and is in the public eye, is going to, by nature of their celebrity, be a role model, right. period. I Whether you someone, claim that you yeah. are or not, so it is. It is pa- unfortunately Paris your Hilton obligation. Is a role model yes, for someone. That's a good point. One hundred percent. And that was kind of my argument earlier. I made in the podcast about Michael Jordan. I kind of insulted Michael Jordan for not being a role model when he was playing, and now he is when he's mm-hmm. retired. My point is that I do think politicians should be a role model. I think the president we should hold up in there. And the point is now I think that they the, are. They are. They absolutely are. But even more so now because of the internet, because literally Obama is on YouTube every single week talking to the country, and we're and he's literally on. TV every day of the just subconsciously he's going to sink into the psyche of this country. Right. He's not he I mean he's not walking around dressed as Uncle Sam being a mascot, but in many ways that he is. He's he's traveling to every other country and he is representing this yeah. country. He's so, a, certainly our public face overseas. He's our public face and do we Bush want that in- for Donald Trump? No. We don't. I, 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 Clearly, I mean, I guess that was yeah, that was a I stupid mean, question because it's obvious. But, but I will be happy to answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I guess that's the the, the crux of it. But it, so let's. And I also ahead. don't think there's any possibility of that happening. I will keep stating over and over that there's sure, no okay, way Trump fine. will but, ever but, be president. But yeah. once again, I do agree with you. But that actually is not the the reason that we're talking about it. The reason that we're talking about it is the philosophical underpinning of all this and sure. why it's dangerous that all these these views kind of still do exist and 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 how to refute them or whether they ought not be refuted. I mean, so let's go back into the. Muslim ban and, and the kind of inner city element that Trump kind of just so oh there's two hmm. different so, things well the two questions that were very similar in the way he responded yeah exactly to them. so the, so the first question of course a, a, a Muslim a Muslim woman asked him do you remember exactly the question actually I believe it was how do can we how can Muslim? we combat like, yeah yeah okay. she said I'm a Muslim American yeah. I'm an Islamophobic oh, okay. yeah. um, Islamophobic no I'm not no, she, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she said. Um, uh, how do we combat Islamophobia, basically? Like, what can the president do to quell Islamophobia? Or is it a problem in our country kind of thing? Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they both agreed it was a problem. But <laughs> really? Trump kind of not. He just kind of played it lip service. Well, then, no, what Trump—I Trump, I actually don't think that she was saying it's a problem. Um, Hill dog? Well, well wait. Uh, Islamophobia or— she said it was a problem. Or the problem. Yeah, because the, the, quote, problem Trump is talking about is— Radical Islamic 
terror. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, Hill Dog said uh, jihadist is a terror. Radical jihadist terror. Sure. Yeah. By the way, which is which is religiously based, but I but I don't think No, I like that. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah, right. It doesn't pay the service to the to I don't the know if she's by the way, if she's been reading Sam Harris, but this is the book I've been talking about a well, lot. One of her one of her people probably is. Sam Harris <laughs> and uh Majin Nawaz basically or Majin Nawaz really gets credit for this. Majin Nawaz convinced Sam Harris to not use radical Islamic terror and use jihadi as the uh, yeah. separate mm. one because it's a great compromise. It's great because it does obviously talk it's it's in the basis of Islamic in the, the world of the umbrella of Islam, but it's also not lumping them all together, yes. yeah. which is which is actually very fair, I think, and it's true. They are committing jihad, yeah. and that's a good way of putting it. And it doesn't, I think, although it is sort of tautological, like radical and jihad is kind of the same thing. It's correct. <laughs> if, we're, if we're being semantic in general, in fact, right. I, I actually kind of agree with Trump on this point, which is crazy. I don't have a problem saying radical Islamic terror. Obviously. You know what? But, which is fine, but you're not. You, but I don't. You, you well, no, I mean, you're not we, in a position to insult too many Muslims out there. You know what I mean? There are too many, too uh, many Muslims. We who, say who radical. I, I can actually. We I'm say a, radical <laughs> Christian terror when we're talking about Tim McVeigh and those guys. Like, mm, I mean, do we say? I don't think that. I'm pretty sure they were just called terrorists. Uh, Domestic terrorists. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember anything about Christian terrorists. Uh, maybe not for McVeigh, well, we but that for, is certainly. Uh, I think the, uh, said no, that for the abortion doctor that. killers, yeah. we do. I think actually, we do say Christian terrorists. The Christian right. I've heard, the I've heard Jewish. Right. By the way, yeah. I've heard Jewish well, sure. terrorists. You'll say the religious right. That's fine. Uh, Baruch Goldstein, famous Jewish terrorist. People would always call me Jewish terrorist. So th- there okay. are there are uh, sure. other ways to usually. But I, I think you're, the point is right, though. That we rarely ever hear that, where we always hear Islamic terror. Um, well, currently, yes, but there, you know, everything I think there's less of a danger. I think there's less of a danger of an entire society being racist against Christians than there is against being being racist against Muslims. Our society, yes, our society, the you, society that currently makes you, a difference right now in, in this election. Well, you said an entire society, which is a little different because there are certainly societies that are racist against Christians. Fine, fine. All right, I, let's I, get to what Trump said, if we can. I'm sorry to say it. Uh, no, no, yeah. So it, it's, I think, well, I think we kind of answered it in a sense. He, he basically doubled down on his Muslim ban. He, he, he is. Well, the reportings now that. Thing, I guess where he, well you doubled down on, but he said also you know the Muslim community has to report other Islam, Muslims. What no no so right? for, so well that's that's the other thing he said uh, the, he he doubled down well cannot even fucking double down I mean this is he he stands by this extreme Muslim extreme vetting is what he calls yeah, it oh you're right I'm sorry extreme <laughs> vetting it's not a ban it's extreme vetting what are you talking about but then he did jump into the fact that like Muslims have to have to report on you know other Muslims by the way referencing. San Bernardino claiming that people had seen all the kind of explosives in the apartment before, which is completely unfounded. Yeah, no one knew. Completely fucking unfounded. Well, I don't know if nobody knew, but the I fact don't think but knew. I, I don't know if nobody oh, okay. knew, but the but the 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 implication that they that people had already seen, you know that there were bombs laying around their right. apartment and people had seen that beforehand and didn't report it is once again an alt right fucking thing. Yeah, that that, I you know what I did not unfounded. catch that implication. That's a really important implication to and say that's that what he based it on. to say right. that basically the Muslim community is kind of letting these people slide through the cracks on, on purpose because again, they don't want to report it. And that's the thing, man. I, if you haven't been following this election for the last year, there are so many little under you know underpinning phrases and and ideas and conspiracy. Conspiracy theory, sorry, Sean, <laughs> mentalities that— Dog whistles. Exactly, yeah, dog whistles that you you actually wouldn't hear until, uh, it, you know, they're, they're, they're code words as yeah. far as what the alt-right is using. And and there's people don't even realize that. They, they, they Anyway, sorry. No, you're right. There's layered context to everything, certainly. I well, not to everything. But in, I think, this, in, in this current instance— Do you think oh, Trump, do you yeah, think yeah, Trump knows he's being layered? Do you think Trump knows all of his implications? What do you mean that they're layered? 
for instance, I'll give you. The, let's can we jump to the? Uh, I think that he honestly just b- believes that everybody knows this and they're suppressing it in the yeah. same way that like you know a, a, a deeply religious person is going to say everybody knows God exists. They just re- they just suppress it. I think in the same way Trump is saying you know everybody knows that there's a problem right now with Islam and and you know the whole the the liberals are basically trying to make it something that it's not actually not. But this ban thing, everybody fucking knows it's just the Muslims that are going to attack us. And who's more apt to know Muslims? Well, other Muslims. And everybody fucking knows this. I think he honestly honestly has that mentality. Mm. You know what I mean? And even that saying it now, I bet, I bet some by the way, I mean, like, I, it sounds kind of right to me. Well, by the way, yeah, hold on, I, hold on. I, I don't disagree com- with all that either. Exactly. Me, I know it's beyond. coming from Trump, but it's not necessarily. When you just phrased like that, I just <laughs> I agreed with maybe 70% of yeah, it, I got to say. Exactly. That's what's scary about it. No, so, it's not. So, so, it's here's, so because, here's the reason why it is. No, because in some of his bullshit, there's a kernel of truth, actually. And yeah. that that Islam actually is an issue. I agree. I will say it's the bullshit, though. What's the bullshit? Well, the bullshit is the way we have to work in the fact that all of Islam is a problem. Exactly. Yeah. That's although, why radical Islamic terrorism although, again, is the wrong phrase to use because because no, 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 here, let me let me can I, can I amend that? Sure. He, his point was that all Muslims are the problem. I would say Islam is a problem. Right. And which is a huge difference. Religion being the problem in general, which Vers- is fine. Which is idealism can- versus people, which is a huge difference to me, which separates me from Trump, which is why I hate getting lumped in as an Islamophobic. Which is fine too, but 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 the, even even you, that yeah. heart of that, by the way, still is disrespectful to many people yeah. who are deeply religious and then therefore I get turns that. the anger. Well, but th- that is tr- where the anger is based on though. The anger and, and, from what? Well, no, that's not where the anger. The anger is. I mean, yes, it's coming from a little bit towards people like me, but I guess I would think it's more from the fascist right. I would. Oh say. no, no, certainly, but but I but in the same way that saying the the reason that Obama specifically and Hillary have said that they don't say radical Islamic terrorism is because it creates a divide with countries that they need as their allies, right? And there are people, there are Muslims. I get there why are they. Countries out I there. get why they can't say it. I totally get it. It's the same reason why we can't quite call Turkey uh, the genocide, right? But the Armenian genocide, rather. Sure, but but that's but Trump is trying to stand in that position and say it, yeah. which means that he will sever ties with countries that we need ally that we need as allies. And he doesn't realize that because of this kind of alt-right. And I think in the same yes. principle that people are. Agreed. So, and that's what I'm saying. So, yes. yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. Oh, I thought you were about to talk before. Mm. Okay. Uh, can we um, move on to the I was going to inner cities. Yeah, inner cities. Talk about that. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, well, I think this honestly to me was the most subtly indicative moment of the debate. 100%. Do you, you think so too? Totally. By the way, <laughs> this, is a this says more about tr- Trump's personality and character than anything that we heard in 1995. Yep. Go you for know, it. Go for uh, it. Okay, it's simple. A black man stands up and asks a question. I think it was very, it was like a five word question. It was a simple question. It was, it was like, how can you be a devoted president? It was devoted. The word was devoted. Devoted president to all of your citizens. Or all something. being very underlined. All. Like it was, it was all, all of your citizens. All your citizens. All your citizens. Meaning black folk. Meaning black folk. But, meaning but minorities. Also, meaning all minorities. Meaning everyone. Really, it yeah. does mean all is all. Well, yeah, but all men. It was definitely coded in the all of like black folk. How are you going to get You black? think that? Totally. See, I don't necessarily think that. Yeah. You might Pretty just be sure. racist. Yeah, you might be a little racist there. I think or that, I just have black friends. Well, there, there's another racist yeah, thing you just said. Yeah, racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, maybe I speak black. What do you want to say? Oh, this is getting worse. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, Trump. So Trump... Did the truth say, of the matter is, is like, is Trump's is Trump fucking sensitive enough to racial issues? <laughs> 
You see what I'm saying? I mean, I think <laughs> okay. I think even even just even recoiling at the phrasing that I'm saying here, you know what I mean, is something that I yeah. think a lot of people probably would be like, oh, it's not, that doesn't feel like it's okay to say. That's not PC. And I'm yeah. telling you right now it is. I'm fucking telling you right now it is. <laughs> you know why? Because that's the reality of it. That's exactly what it is. Any anyone, any any African American out there, for the most part, is going to kind of have a little bit of a side eye at, at Trump and being like, Are you you are you you're not actually racist, but you know, are you are you really supporting this kind of race? These racist tendencies. What's what's well, happening? Well, he's here? he's old what man. He's old man racist. Yeah. In in that he doesn't. I actually don't even know if he's racist at all. But but well, but I think he's. Hold on, really? Okay, wait. Let me. Really? But we'll we'll talk about that. Let's, you don't think he's racist at all? No, I, I I don't know if I said I don't think he is. I said I'm not sure that he is. And if I didn't say that, that uh, let me <laughs> okay. amend that. Sure, sure. I'm not sure that he is. Let racist. me get to his answer of this question, which was about. How can you be a devoted president for all of your citizens? Right. And how did he answer it? He said, well, let me start talking about the inner cities. And let yep. me mention it seven times. And let me talk about how black people are living in a society, in a culture where they get shot. Continue walking, living in hell. Well, they live in, he literally used hell. And Well, this was the first debate. I, I don't, I think he, did he say that again? I think he said it one? again. I think he said okay. it again. Well, which is well, shocking that he would use the right. same language. Um, which says to me that. He doesn't, he's not listening the to- town hall hell breaks loose. Oh, <laughs> sorry, man. Go ahead. Man. I know, go ahead. Uh, which says to me, not only is he not listening to the questions or the people who are asking them, which shows a complete lack of sincerity and and and, and, and gen genuine, genuineness, genuinity? Sure. Being genuine? Okay. <laughs> Looking for you to help me, O'Brien. I'm, sure, I'm not sure. I, I, I got lost in your sentence. It was just the one genuine. word. Being genuine. What's a, is there a word for that? Genuity. Oh, like like uh, authenticity. Uh, authenticity. Yeah, but with a G. Genuineness, I guess, is fine. Authenticity is better. Authenticity. Guys, guys, say what you're saying. I don't remember what goddamn I got. Well, you know what? So it, even the the mere fact that he kind of first answered that question in the sense of like the inner cities as synonymous with black. Well, he's just like, later I, on, he, here's he talked about the divided nation. When he when we talked about the divided nation, right? He's like, this country is divided. And again, he jumps straight to the inner cities. Yeah. If that's synonymous with black, essentially what he's talking about is his, again, this fucking all right fear of the race war, the current race Weird. war that is occurring and sort of is bubbling Weird. underneath the surface. And, you know, and well, they, they phrase it as real America versus fake America, which again, would again be coded to the country versus the cities or the suburbs versus the cities, which right. is very interesting. And again, can be coded to white versus black, which right. is the race war. Which one's fake America? Well, us. Black people. The blue states. Cities. Okay. Yeah. New York. Yeah, that's that's what's coded. LA. Is this your first time hearing this? Yes. Real America versus like- you yeah. never just, heard Sarah, it, so Sarah Palin I, say real America? Um, they don't say fake America. Okay. He, yeah, yeah, well, he, the implication they, they is- said, Yeah, exactly. Okay, they they gotcha. said real America. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what he was tied up. Yeah, on. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I don't know where I'm going from this. Tell me, O'Brien. Is Trump a racist? Yes. What, <laughs> what makes you believe that? Uh, well, not only that answer, but um, his his. Well, you know, again, I'll say old man racist in okay. that he is he's set in his ways in that um, he genuinely thinks um, black people are different than white people in some level. Uh, well, maybe they are melanin. Okay, not just. I, I, don't, I mean, okay, I didn't mean on that superficial okay. level. I mean, I mean, I mean deeper than the superficial skin sure. level. They are less than. They got that extra or, muscle in their legs. Different right? black it, people, it, it Muslims, can, Mexicans, can, and women are less than. That's again also, his narcissistic, yeah. like megalomaniacal power element that that goes back to all that. Why he would grab a woman's pussy? Why he would build yeah. a wall between Mexico? That's why he thing, would ban though, all Muslims? Why he would you know fix the inner cities to make them more like us? Because all of those people are less than. Isn't pretty much everyone less than 
as far as Trump as far as is Trump's con- concerned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're not in the country club with him, everybody is a less than, yeah. including the middle class, by yeah, the way, yeah. like, for whom he's like supposed Bill to be. Bill Clinton the- is the only one that's not less than. <laughs> like, yeah, basically. Um, well, even Bill Clinton is less than, you know, because he doesn't respect. Because he's women. a rapist. Right. Ironically, they're very similar. Um, yeah. Now, so I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if ra- Trump is like a racist, old man racist or not. I, I, you know, sure. I think on some level, for sure. In the same way that I'm saying, like, you know, if you're if you're supporting Trump still at this point, you are you ha- you must be harboring some sort of racist tendencies. You know what I mean? In, in that he, same in that same kind of like you know thing. I, but I think it actually has more just to do with I, he probably is just very. I, I think both of those. Let Both me, of those sections are just racially, racially insensitive. Let I don't me be think more sensitive to race. I want to be more issues. on the point here. Sure. Um, I don't necessarily always judge people by their words. I, I really try to make an effort to judge people on their actions. And okay. let's look at what Trump's done mm-hmm. action-wise. He, sure, yeah, go for it. Let's talk about his racism, racism physically. What has he actually done against mm-hmm. theoretical, the black community, the Hispanic community? Go for it. Uh, well, besides just his rhetoric from this campaign, let's talk about his real estate issues yeah. but with, with pushing, pushing, pushing black people out of their homes and that kind of thing. Yeah. And not, and In order to buy a property. Yeah. When did this happen? Do you have like the numbers for I, this? Or? I believe it happened multiple times. I'm pretty okay. sure he settled multiple lawsuits. I think it was in the 80s and 90s, but mm-hmm. I don't exactly remember. Is I, that is that race though? Yes. I mean, yeah. If, in that instance, it was. You're, oh, you're saying it's class that you know, people who yeah, don't have money that's for kind his of thing. always my argument when we sure. talk about racism that you know it's it, it has to do with this being you know I'm, I don't know anything about that deal specifically, but usually when you're talking about you know he, he bought up a bunch of property and and continued to jack up the price essentially to kick out um, the. the the, the uh, you know these uh, the undesirable particular groups of people yeah, the undesirable I mean, yeah that you know gentrification essentially that sure. uh, that is certainly has a racist connotation to it right. but that is also just kind of business you know the idea that you buy property that is low value and turn it into high value okay um, you know that it, it doesn't I I don't know the circumstance enough to say that it was definitely racism but I could see how it is is, is more classism but if it ra- is gentrification then there is a, a, a an element of racism there you think um, I mean, well, the, the term gentrification has a racist connotation to it, certainly, or a race connotation to it, I should right. say. Um, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't necessarily, it again goes to that, that, uh, race and class being sort of hand in hand thing. Okay. The, so, but if this instance was, you know, essentially gentrification, you would say that there might be an well, element of racism in it. So if, if he was literally kicking out all of the black people and only selling to white people, that's one thing. But if he's just jacking the prices and whoever can afford those sure. things, that's a, that's another, okay. you know, that that's business versus... Sure. Yeah. I, I think it's still racially insensitive. Um, and I think that that's kind of what I'm saying as far as Trump's concerned. I think that he's just racially insensitive. Oh, certainly. To, to blacks, to Mexicans, to and, you know, uh, 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 to women as well, in, in, you know, in the misogynistic I element. Mean, in general, land development is racially insensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's profit motivation. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter who's living there. It's can I turn a profit here? Well, let's talk about profits for a second here. Because um, I don't know if we've talked about this in the last podcast. Now, in 1995, mm-hmm. by the way, let me recommend it. I don't know if you guys have heard it before, but... um. So the actual New York Times article was wonderful. The thing that actually broke the case, right? Mm. Probably going to fucking win a pillow surprise. But this was a recent article, right? Yeah, the t- okay. the, the the article that kind of broke the when you know, so, so, broke someone mailed one piece or one 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 page of his three pages three pages of his local tax return. Nineteen ninety five federal state, tax returns. No, it wasn't federal, was it? Yes, I thought it was I, state. I, I 
I believe it was no, yeah, no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was no, it was not federal. That's the whole point. We had, we had to infer the fact that he didn't pay federal taxes because he we saw it was his just state the three pages. Return. It only showed the it was it his local and regional and state loss it, 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 because he was applying for a casino license or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I, so either way, it, I, it did not show his federal. He still had no because he still has not released his federal returns. I'm well, saying. I know that. This you is, just said he did. No, I didn't. I said that this element was a, was a federal tax return. That's what I'm saying. It's not. No, it was. It was three pages of it. No, no, no. It was not. It was not that. Fine. Yeah. Let's just say it was state. I know he hasn't <laughs> released his full tax returns. Yeah. I know. I'm. T- I know the facts. Here. Regardless, we have so, a but, tax document. Right, right. So which essentially okay. fell in the hands sure, of, but of I, a I don't reporter want, at New York I don't Times. want to be misconstrued that he released th- that someone. We have three pages of his federal return. We never. No, got we, that. we still don't have his federal returns. I, no, but no, no, we no. Have he, tax re- information. him releasing it versus it being out there is different. But if you don't want to say it's federal, fine. I don't give a shit. I know it didn't come from him at all. So it was. It was dropped off at. The New York Times in an unmarked envelope. Okay. I forget the woman who wrote the article. God damn it! <laughs> um, but it was essentially delivered. It was delivered to her in this unmarked, you know, envelope. Um, she took it, and over the next, she took it to a Pulitzer Prize winning, um, a fellow Pulitzer Prize. Can you look it up for me? Who wrote that article? Um, just like nine hundred fifteen billion dollar loss. Um, which, by the way, so what I was going to recommend was um, the New York Times has a podcast called The Ticket, um, or no, not The Ticket, um, the 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 run up, I think. Um, and they so that 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 podcast had the two writers of it, the run up, yeah, the run up, New York Times, the run up, um, had an episode breaking down this entire story as far as how they got the how they got the forms, how they got the three pages, um, how they can how they fact checked it, you know, they they talked to the actual attorney who drafted or the uh, the the accountant who drafted this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's absolutely riveting. It's like right out of. Um, like all the president's men. It's hmm. so fucking good. So the ticket, I largely recommend, or uh, I'm sorry, the run up, the run up. <laughs> God damn it. New York times, the run up. I can't find it. Um, anyway. So I'll look it up. It's right here. Um, so these three, uh, blah, 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 blah. so Suzanne Craig. Yeah. Suzanne Craig. Um, anyway, the, the, <laughs> 1995 Trump released a, or 1995 Trump claimed a, a nine, $900 billion or $900 million loss, 927 or something like that, $927 million loss on his 1995 tax return, which I think was something like 4% of the entire, the entire country <laughs> as far as what they claimed as losses. Yeah. Um, the reason that this first part is important that a lot of people haven't talked about, they, they've extrapolated the fact that it, it, it can allow him to not pay up to 18 years in federal taxes, which is probably why he hasn't said it. And, of mm. course, he admitted during the town hall debate. Like, that of makes course, me I, smart. Of course, no, no, no. That was the first <laughs> yeah. debate. It makes me smart. The second one, when Anderson Cooper asked him directly, he said, um, you know, do, do you utilize the tax code to your benefit? And he says, of course I do. Yeah. And so does Warren Buffett. So does this. Which, by the way, again, Warren Buffett came out to say, no, I don't. I, I actually do pay federal taxes, et cetera. He released um, his tax returns today, by the way. And he released it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but let's go back to this fucking loss that people, again, just kind of brush over. Not a, a $900 million loss, mm-hmm. right? How do you lose 900? How do you claim? Even if it's like a couple of years, so right? So, Mark Cuban explained this really well yeah, sure. on Real Time. I don't know if you guys watched yeah. Real Time with Bill Maher. On, I didn't finish it. Uh, he kind of basically said that he's a middleman, basically. Yep. He, he's loaning, he's taking money from other people mm-hmm. and giving it to another person. And it- It was almost kind of like the- um, the the housing bubble thing. It's exactly like the housing bubble. Short selling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So in the shirt. Now it's not illegal. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But what it really talks to is the easiest way. And you know, remember what he really lost most of it on. You know, everybody takes a bath now and then, right? It was a casino, wasn't it? Gambling. Yeah. 
really, if you really break it down, <laughs> that it goes into Cuban's Trump's mentality. Too. Oh, it was? <laughs> well, Cuban's point was, uh, yeah. I think it was Cuban's point. How do you but, lose money gambling? Exactly. I mean, a casino, uh, is, casino. Is, is a rigged investment. Shouldn't like, the house always win? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even mean that. Sure. He, he obviously, oh, sure. I mean, he, he regardless of the fact that he's, to fuck up a casino, exactly. essentially. But, but still, it, it, what, what Trump did was a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. What Trump did was an actual gamble. Now, this is the guy who's yeah. running, essentially, to run our country, correct? Do you want somebody who is that volatile, who is going to take those kind of risks in in that position of power i think that that's probably the mo- the scariest I, thing in my as far as i'm concerned like regardless i, I of don't him think that necessarily good correlates man. though because okay. the, the the risk is you know when you're a businessman and you're taking risk that is different than being a politician taking risk and they, those things yeah. uh, well no I, <laughs> I, I those things can I, i'm not saying they would be but I, they can certainly be separated a, a very risky businessman if they do it well if they are lucky enough they can actually be that that makes them a good businessman but taking risk in politics is considered less of a desirable thing well why so um, because it affects more than just you. Precisely. That's my point. Because there's lives that's in what I'm line. saying. Right. So, that's I mean, my point. Well, in theory, Regardless of whether he's a successful businessman or not, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm simply saying those kind of gambling, that, mm-hmm. you know, having having somebody who has a gambling mentality mm-hmm. is is much more dangerous when when he, when you put them in a position and you're actually gambling with lives. And when it comes I, to, you know, oh, let me just fucking roll the dice and how I deal with North Korea. Let me just roll just, the dice and how I fucking to, negotiate trade deals. I I I, I totally do not disagree that this is completely applicable to Trump, but on a larger scale, I don't think that's applicable to everyone. I think you can be a good businessman and take risks and realize that that is a separate thing than when you become a politician taking risks. Well, sure. I think you're right. I, I think that that's true. If you can recognize the Trump is obviously a horrible person and it's going to correlate to bad things. You know what? Yeah. But- well, I see. That's By the funny large, thing too. I, I don't even. Is I, he a good businessman? Is he good? Is he good, taking good, calculated risks? No, no, <laughs> he's no. not. And that's the point. Why we? Why are we just saying oh, we're taking risks? We're looking at the outcome Sean makes of a good his. Point, though. Yeah, you know, it's a great point. But I want to also look at the outcome of his risks. What, how much risk did he take? Then did it pay off? No, fuck no. Many right. times no. And the point is, well, unless your unless your goal was to not pay federal taxes for the next eighteen years. Oh yeah, that's if that's your lo- lofty goal, then yeah, let's elect that guy for president. Sure, <laughs> yeah, again, um, this just goes into his moral moral compass. <laughs> I think taking risk as a president is is not necessarily a bad thing. Actually, it can be a great thing. You Look just got to uh, know when to do. Kennedy, it. I mean, yeah, sure. Some of the best the presidents have Cuban taken the longest risk. Was is, not uh, a risk. Was not a risk at all. He didn't. He didn't take a risk. It was there. a game of chicken. Yeah, yes, he did. He played, <laughs> he, yes, was. he did. He risked. The, he risked nuclear war. He played yeah. his bluff. He. What okay. that, that was a card game, man. I the, know. The, <laughs> that, there was nothing. I understand this. The situation at the table was a card game. It was Maybe absolutely he a didn't, game of poker. He didn't, but he didn't bet anything. Is what Sean O'Brien? I think you're saying, right? I'm saying he, he didn't gamble anything. Yeah, there he was didn't, no he gambling didn't risk, going risk, on. He, he didn't have. To, there he was, put there up were anything. lives at risk. He did not. He, he, I think he. You know the 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 way that that card game was played was not a was not a gambling game. Does that make sense? No. It, it, I think your analogy of chicken is good, though. Okay, what did he... Yes, it was absolutely a game of chicken. It's a game of chicken. Yeah, and that is certainly a gamble. Uh, well, he didn't... He didn't. The, the gambling was whether or not the Russians would actually deploy the bombs. Yeah, he's... Yeah, gay. And, and... But I'll put, let me put it this way. Kennedy didn't move, right? That's, that's still a decision. Because the, because the people who were making the bluff, well, quote-unquote bluff, mm-hmm. right, was Russia. Right. But that's the thing. We did, in, in hindsight, yes, he he absolutely and Trump, right, and and that's what I'm saying. Well, by by not moving, 
by by not making in other words Kennedy didn't he, didn't take an action right correct? He, he made the right move by not moving but That's, we and, only know that in hindsight we didn't know that at the time and at the time that was a risk at the time it paid off but it was a risk it was we didn't know that they were bluffing we assumed they were bluffing and we played it out as though they by were the bluffing. way they weren't bluffing yeah, they kind of weren't. That's bluffing. what I'm saying. Kinda. They weren't fucking bluffing one way or the other. So even if, even if, kind of, they they in, they, they, in, they in weren't both ready. Instances, they didn't have the nuclear silos. I don't yeah, think. in they, both instances, in both instances, by by making the move right is much more of a gamble than by not making the move. Mm, the, uh, I agree there. One hundred percent. Yes, that's a that's a good point. If if I think you might have a gun, mm-hmm. right? Which I, you know, I do. <laughs> listen, to our, listen to our earlier episode. Wait, you have a gun? If I, you don't no, have a gun. I thought you don't. Does, the whole point doesn't. is he doesn't. I know. I'm, no, anyway, it's fine. He still thinks I, I do. But. It was just a joke. Oh. If I think you have a gun, right, and I have a gun right. in my in my pocket, mm-hmm. and and I think that you might pull it out on me, mm-hmm. right, and my my preemptive move, strike. Exactly. So my move would be the preemptive strike. My mm-hmm. my my the possible risk is to simply pull the gun on you before you can pull it on me, mm-hmm. right? The the gamble would be actually to make the move. Okay. Um, By not making the move, I, I'm not playing the game. Well, no, you're well, you're, you're, you're gambling you're, either way. You're yeah, gambling you're, either way. There is a there. That's what I'm saying. There is a risk involved. I am not making yes. the gamble. Those are that's a, there's a distinction. Yeah. There. No, you, you, there. you certainly are. You're, you're choosing. To, you're choosing an action, and by choosing an action, you could be. I can still pull that gun out. So there was there is that risk that I'm going to shoot you because you haven't pulled your gun out and you haven't done that preemptive strike. There, it, it's it, it's the same risk either way. It's a gamble either way. Well, the question well, is, what takes more courage? Uh, no, that, no. That the question is, what takes the question is, what takes more restraint? Not so much courage. What, does? what Tell takes me. more restraint? Tell me which one? Not pulling the gun, and that's, well, that's where there's less of a risk. There's less of a gamble. There's less of a there's less of a chance. A mathematical less of a, less of a chance of you shooting me if I never pull out the gun. I don't think that's true. You do not. You would not be justified morally in pulling the gun, right? Yeah, Most I could people just be try to, crazy. How many? Okay, are there more crazy people or more sane people in this world? Uh, Kim Jong Il. Are there more crazy people or less crazy people I in this world? I can't answer that. I mean, it depends on you know. Less crazy people. Uh, yes, right. I think. I think. I, I'm pretty sure the statistics show that there are I can by tell you that. less. Yeah. less okay. According to DMC five, you're wrong. But according to there everything in this world, sociopathic, completely unempathetic people. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay, someone, I, I'm someone, just with, being someone, a someone devoid of a moral compass. Yeah, we be living less, in Lord of the There flies are less of those people than there. So, like based on that, I'm, I'm. It's safe to assume that you would like to act as morally as possible for yourself. And let's just say you're harboring a bunch of you know parasites on your body, and you don't want them to die either. In this analogy, right? Okay, so by me pulling a gun on you, you are you are 100 likely to pull the gun back on me, right? In retaliation because of you yeah. said that. More it, likely, it, certainly. It, it, or at the very least, based on what you've told me, you said if you pull a gun on me, I'm going to pull a gun on you and shoot you. Yeah. Okay, so. So based on what you've said, uh, it's safe to assume that so it's a it's a near certainty or at the very least I'm I'm justified in believing that you will pull the gun on me and shoot me mm-hmm. if I pull the gun on you if I try to pull the gun on you or make a move to pull on you, mm-hmm. right? Now, if I don't pull the gun on you, right? Your your job is to still your your moral compass dictates that you would like to act as moral as possible, and you shooting me unprovoked would be an immoral act in most instances, assuming the fact that you are not crazy, correct? So, by me not pulling the gun, it is a mathematically safer chance that you will—and it's less of a gamble— 
that I will get shot in that instance. But you're also gambling yes. on whether or not I'm sane. Yeah, it depends on the I person. I just said there's, le- there's less of a chance. It, you know, but that's but, still a gamble. That's still odds I didn't say making. There's not a g- I didn't say that there aren't odds right, involved. Guys, I'm saying the risk is less. Okay, and let's I've move on. Very let's specifically. Move on. Okay, cool. We got to talk about so, Trump specifically. And if you want to talk about yeah. this specifically, we can, but we have to think- We can, by the way, this gets us right into Russia, by the way. The yeah, Russian it does. What because it's, I was going to say, how would a President Trump deal with this situation if we want to get down to it? How would Trump deal with Russia? Correct. Glass him. He would bomb them all to hell. And oh, wait, his, it's not glass And you know what? <laughs> his supporters would agree with that. And that's the point. They sure. want him to bomb him down. And they think that is the risk they want him to take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Guy, go ahead. Uh, I, uh, as always, uh, things always devolve back to South Park. Um, but this is, uh, I believe, the the time travel episode when they were going back. <laughs> going we're going to hear the whole thing, are we? This is our final rhyme. Great song. That was our final rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> a little shout out to our other show real quick. Indeed. <laughs> going down on South Park. Tune in tonight. Wednesday nights, uh, this would be last Wednesday Every by Wednesday the time night. this oh. episode comes out. Oh. Well, I hope you we're have in the tuned future. in last week or tune in next Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Johnny, I'm sorry. Um, no, but I mean, the, the South Park episode uh, with the time travel when they were trying to uh, take a look at the um, the initial, uh, I think it was, they were looking at the um, the uh, Congress to make the Constitution. Either way, they were going back and forth, and there were basically two factions. One that was saying that you know we we have to go to war and we have to be the uh, the one that is going to fight everyone, and then the other faction that is saying we have to be the peaceniks. And that you know that is kind of America that that idea that we can have our cake and eat it too. We have to have some people that are very hawkish and warmongery, and then we also have to have the peaceniks in order for us to to have that balance to. To be the the great power that we are, um, I I don't but think that's that, not that's I, I okay, think there's sure. a difference between being well. well are no, you suggesting the, the fact that because there are because there are people who are hawkish and in power that it might actually be beneficial because other countries will be afraid to attack us? Is that what you're saying? That's certainly part of the theory. Okay. Yeah, and the the idea is certainly you know obviously divorcing from Trump, getting away from no, I get that. you. Just a philosophical point. Exactly. The the people in the Republican Party or even you know hawkish Democrats that hawkish do, Hillary. Yeah, yeah. The the people that do favor military action are going to favor that person regardless of you know racist tendencies and other things that okay, they deem right. less important a lot of people you know they have th- this fear mongering since 9-11 about the the muslims invading uh, has definitely had an effect on the psyche of a lot of people yeah it's, and that's they, why he keeps trumpeting isis over and over and over again. exactly because those are the people that are going to vote for him those mm-hmm. are the people that that sure. do support him and he's mostly playing to his base and every time he's right. not gaining any new voters across the board by the way exactly and those people the like i said those people I think do need to exist in this country. We need those hawkish people as as part of our our our, our melting pot. No one's disagreeing that they need to exist. The question is, should they be in the White House and in control of Congress and in control of everything? Well, everything ebbs and flows. So if we have those people, one once they in should, a while, there, one there will them, be people in Congress who are yeah. like that. The, if 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 their society if our if our you know government thirty percent of our, of our society, society is hawkish then thirty percent of our repo- of our representatives should exactly. be hawkish I, I, don't I think agree that that's, but I, I wish it was thirty percent I feel like hawkish I, really do. I feel like hawkish might not be the, the right, right term. mentality well not even <laughs> so much the right term I think the right mentality that those that same group of people that you're talking about can hold because there's there's still an element of calculated risks right I mean we have 
we, we could have the same the same amount of people just simply be philosophers who are kind of trying to figure out exactly you know the, the or chess players Your right ideal utopian society yeah, right, not mine it's Plato's but but if you were to if you were to use that that's okay let me let me put it this way if you had that same exact faction of people right people who just wanted to bomb bomb them all to hell everyone right if you instead of instead of those people what if you replaced them with with grandmaster chess players do you think that that would be a a, a better um would you think that that would that would still continue to be a safe society with in the absence of those people who are hawkish if you I, replace them with chess with what grandmaster is the assumption about yeah, the chess players i'm, not, I'm, I'm not following the chess are they just more methodical and that's that all strategic they understand the the they understand war they understand but they how, won't bomb all the hell they'll they'll take their steps and do it right i guess is that yes, what you're exactly yeah they, they 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 understand war they their their mentality isn't simply bomb them all to hell their mentality is okay what is the you know their mentality is more strategic certainly and i'm, well, don't I'm, forget, I'm asking if it's a safer way, don't, don't forget well, yeah, those should be the people that are in charge but the people that are voting for them are certainly you know we can only have a handful of grandmaster chess players in the world no all i'm saying so, is that the, the grand all i'm saying is in this hypothetical situation mm-hmm. right you're saying that it is beneficial to a society to have a a, a, for, a faction of the people who are very hawkish mm-hmm. and whose basic mentality is let's fucking kill everyone who's not us yeah more or less right yeah okay so and, and i'm simply saying well if you were to replace that those people with mm-hmm. strategically minded, still militaristically inclined, but strategically minded people, rather than simply, I don't you know, see those as mutually exclusive. So the the hawkish people uh, are, are, you know, not necessarily all just uh, uh, throwing bombs willy nilly. Okay, a lot of yeah. them are very, very they, educated fact, and very in depth yeah, they in obsess, what they're thinking. They obsess over war, exactly, so yeah. they study okay. every battle. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's they, that's. If anything, they are the grandmaster. Chess players. Look, I, I wanted to make that distinction. I I, yeah. I I wasn't sure if that's what you're talking about. For the most part, when you consider like a hawk, somebody who just says like, "Let me bomb them all to hell," you mm-hmm. don't you don't consider that person to be very strategic. You're my, strategically minded. Uh, Spike oh, Jones from Three Kings. I don't think we're giving right. them we're giving them a little bit more disservice to these people. They're not just bombing everyone. They want to bomb our enemies. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, even though I, the I'm, people I'm not in power, one of them. perhaps I don't know about the people who are voting for the people in power. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about the people who are Yeah, they're, they're not okay. talking about bombing Ireland and yeah. You know, I mean, it's, no, no, I know, I know. They're, they're talking about just dropping a bomb willy-nilly on a, on a place where we consider ISIS to be. Certainly. Which, by the way, yeah. is sort of what we, we're doing. We're just doing it in a more like you know yeah. pinpointing we're fashion. That's why we have fucking drones yeah. going. I mean, like we're just yeah. not. We just happen to not be new special forces. Them. Exactly, we have special forces. We're playing this strategically. Where I think that I, I think that. You know, that's, that's, anyway, I'm sorry. Well, which ironically is what we have. I mean, that's what Obama and Clinton are. They are grandmaster chess players who are kind of hawkish. Um, that's the deal. Uh, everyone yeah. thinks Obama's this peace, Nick. No fucking way. Right. Well, uh, that's the major disappointment with the Obama presidency, certainly. I mean, that's. I'm not that great fucking disappointed about it. Well, I mean, well, that, I'm dis- that's, I you am. know, the, the hope and change that we didn't get of closing Gitmo. And, you know, there, there was a lot that. That uh, part isn't Obama's fault, though. Um, closing Gitmo. Mm, it's. It's everyone's fault, certainly, but he's the one that promised it. Yeah, he did promise it. Yeah. And Congress has stopped it, correct? Right, but he... So... Well, he promised that he could deliver on it, and he wasn't capable. Regardless of, you know, how those roadblocks got put in his way, he didn't anticipate them or didn't navigate them properly to do what he said he was going to do. Well... Not not that I'm ragging on Obama. He's been a great... He's been a good president. But there are these things that have fallen through, these things that he promised to do. And, you know, when he was spouting hope and change, there wasn't really a whole lot of talk about droning, except for, you know, when it was, you know, uh, Sasha and Malia's boyfriends. But that's, you know... Being boring, you mean? What's that? Sasha and Malia's boyfriends, they were boring? 
No, no, I'm uh, kidding around. It was a bad oh, joke. Yeah, it was a bad joke about a bad joke about a bad joke. <laughs> it was a really bad joke. I'm yeah. sorry. Continue. <laughs> okay, so let me let me move on to Russia. Um, since we're since we're in this, I can see it from my house. The game chat, and I can see Russia from my house. So, okay, um, this is a this is a complicated sort of issue that came out pretty recently. There was a rally in Pennsylvania. All right, did you guys hear about this? Uh, where Trump essentially read this document. He came up and he started reading from this piece of paper, right? And he's he's saying it was, it that, was an email. It was an email that well, yeah, he's he's like this is an email from Sidney Blumenthal. Um, now Sidney Blumenthal is a former former journalist who has worked for the Clintons, is a, a Clinton loyalist to the nth degree, right? Mm. And and as he read it, what he basically what the implications of the in the email that he was reading had to do with the fact that um, the 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 attack was almost certainly preventable. Right. Um, the, the, as far as Hillary knew, Hillary knew about the attack and could have prevented it at some 9/11? point. And didn't act. No, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Benghazi. Oh, Benghazi. Benghazi. This was this was an email regarding specifically to Benghazi, the attacks okay. in Libya. Um, it was preventable. It was a thing. And if the GOP wanted to um, wanted to bring this up, they would they would have a, a leg to stand on, essentially. Right. This is supposedly an email from Sidney Blumenthal. Now, how is WikiLeaks so, involved? WikiLeaks leaked this. Leaked They're the okay. ones well, that found yeah. it. No, 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 actually. Um, WikiLeaks, I don't know if they are involved in this. No, I think they did leak no, it. No, 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 they didn't. But what about so Lemmy here, let me Let me explain this. this. It's kind of a convoluted issue, so just stay with me. The WikiLeaks is not involved in this. Um, Trump essentially just read this, and so they had to kind of trace back, journalists had to trace okay. back exactly what it was that he was reading. Now, it turns out, uh, as far as, so Sidney Blumenthal and a guy named um, Kurt, uh, Kurt Eichenwald, um, Sidney Blumenthal was like, I didn't write that. And Kurt, it was actually the words of Kurt Eichenwald, right. who was a um, – he's a, an editor for Newsweek. Um, and wh- what what he was saying was actually within the article uh, – within an article in Newsweek that he had written, um, having uh, that – having more to do with the fact that uh, – or these were these were – Arguments against what are you doing? I was going to say, do you want? I have the article. The second, if you want to check it out, the Eichenwald art, the Newsweek article. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. I mean, I'd have to read more of it. Well, you I was can, just, okay. Never mind. Yeah. So th- th- those quotes, those quotes came from that Newsweek article, not Sidney Blumenthal. The reason Sidney Blumenthal is attached to it is because that he was that was an article that he sent to John Podesta, um, and had quoted elements of that. Who's, now, John, who's John Podesta? John Podesta so, is is um, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, I believe. Okay. So this is your grandmother not understanding the difference between a forward. Hillary and Clinton an email? has nothing to do with any of this. That's I what I'm trying to say. I, I didn't invoke Hillary at all. He, just, oh, he, he said grandmother. He just said your grandmother. Don't, he didn't the, mean Hillary. I, oh, I just meant this is the uh, old people not understanding the internet and how forwarding emails works. No. No, it's even worse than that. Much okay. So the reason that Clinton, that Trump is reading it is because, it be, again, the, the article, the Newsweek article actually was not saying that either. The okay. Newsweek article that, that Eichenwald was writing about was sort of framing this as kind of a falsehood, mm. right? But, what had happened was a Russian propaganda site um, called Sputnik um, compiled this as if it was Sidney Blumenthal's words Weird. that they had said. They 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 had got. I guess they did. No, I'm sorry. They they yeah. So they. Somehow hacked this like the email. a weird translation issue? Exactly. Well, no, no, it wasn't a translation issue. They had they framed it specifically to make it look like Sidney Blumenthal was the it's one who was saying oh, it. Oh, so it's just and fabricated. It was, fake. it was fabricated. Okay. As it was because it's a Russian propaganda site, yeah. right? That's what that's what Trump was reading. Mm. So essentially, somebody in Trump's circle is reading Russian propaganda. Is reading Russian <laughs> propaganda, handed it to Trump, who then presented it as fact. Mm. 
Now, here, WikiLeaks is somewhat involved oh, okay, here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the thing is, WikiLeaks originally did release the real document, but it was the Russians who took it and altered it completely to make it a bogus story. I understand. Okay. So that's kind of why Trump thought it was real, I guess, because it was WikiLeaks. But they took it from WikiLeaks and blew it, exaggerated, and made it fake. Right. So, right. So just to, so to recap, to recap the jump, Sidney Blumenthal forwarded it, forwarded an article of of Mark Eichen, or you know, forwarded an article to somebody else um, by Mike Eichenwald and quoted it within their Russian propaganda site. Had hacked it um, and and twisted those words. And somebody in Trump's camp handed it to Trump, and Trump read simply because he thought that Sidney Blumenthal was saying Sidney Blumenthal knew that you know Hillary Clinton could have prevented the Benghazi. So, but of course what this speaks to more is why the fuck is Trump, why does he have such a hard on for Russia? Oh, that, that's what you were speaking. Yeah, no, I think- Putin's his hero. I think that's important, but more importantly is his vetting process for information. Yeah. yeah okay, go over there, sure. We can, there's just so many different angles we could take yeah, this, but go true, ahead. Yeah, that's true, but I mean- well, That just gets into like the 3 a.m. tweets, like, you know, whatever he reads on Drudge Report is go, the- Go look at her sex tape. Exactly. I never said that. Yeah. <laughs> But what, that's, what did you say, though? It's, it's, it's just, still there. Look at it's not tape. just that it's he takes. It. It's not just that he takes this bad information and immediately takes it in and accepts it as reality. But he tweets it out to the world. He'll he'll literally talk to his campaign to his um to his campaign rallies and speak this stuff and this nonsense to live television. That's a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't be as president just take some random piece of information and just go off it. That's literally how he got involved in Iraq. Mm -hmm. Um. It just it's just one bad piece of information, one bad piece of intelligence can lead to a war. I mean, he does this over and over and over again. This mm -hmm. is not the first time that he's taken some fake thing and explained it as reality. There was that videotape, I think, of mm -hmm. of uh, Obama handing money, I believe, or theoretically handing money for the Rush Iran deal. Videotape didn't exist. Exactly. He was claiming that there was a videotape that existed <sighs> as far as the handing off, and it of goes the against of the four million dollars, which yeah. he was saying ultimately ended up being like one point five billion dollars or something like that. It's it's his vetting process for information, absolutely, because he's a conspiracy theorist. Sorry, Sean. No, I mean, <laughs> the, the, I mean, the, it ultimately goes to my conspiracy theory. This is why I think that everything is rigged because I don't think that, like, I just have trouble believing that Donald Trump is an actual human being. Like, how does this, this thing manifest without outside influence? Like, the, the idea that the Republican this rose Party, to power without... Well, yeah, think about how this... Yeah, you really want to delve into it? It's pretty easy to figure think out. Think about God. his childhood. Think about what makes a person. Yeah. He was given everything. Right. Everything on a silver platter, millions of dollars, had went to private schools entire life, then went to Wharton and never experienced reality. Just, you don't think it's that crazy to live a sheltered oh, life it, and it, never it, Yeah, it's it's uh, Citizen Kane. It just it just all seems like just such a bad movie. <laughs> like it just doesn't no even feel real. I really <laughs> want to end on that, but we can't. There's so a great I, script writer somewhere. I do yeah. wanna I do wanna this is a Sorkin project. Yeah. Like, I do wanna I do wanna jump on one other thing real quick just I before know. we leave because I didn't mention this the last time while we were talking it at the time and that would have been a great time to end it. But I have to <laughs> I have to talk about this right now. Um the we're gonna jump all the way back to the video and the quote locker room talk. Mm. Um it, was his was his speech locker room talk? Was what he talked was what he was saying locker room talk? What is locker room talk? Locker room talk is uh, you know code for a bunch of guys sitting around without girls and being able to say whatever they want to say as dirty as possible, right? One-upsmanship like, oh, kind of her. thing. That's part sure. of it, certainly. Sure. Yeah, one-upsmanship. Bragging about sexual conquest. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. 
Yeah, talking, talking, you know, talking smut with the boys. Yeah, it's the idea that the the locker room is supposed to be uh, an inner sanctum, a place where you can, you know, kind of say whatever you want and be free and, yeah, not Um, have to worry about scrutiny. Does locker room talk exist, first of all? Is So I don't want to even answer the question, is this locker room talk Mm. yet? I just want to, because what is locker room talk? I think is even a more better, is it a better uh, question? uh, Well, do do guys. Does locker room talk even exist? Do Do guys guys talk differently to each other when women aren't around? Yes, certainly. Do guys talk about sex, like specifically? in a really dirty way when women aren't around. Sure. Okay. Joey? But so do women. Women talk about sex. No, 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 no. I don't know about that because I'm not a woman. So oh, fuck I, you, oh, dude. Come no, on. fuck that. Let's because let's because n- at the moment right now what women are talking about is not on fucking trial and I don't know and neither do you. Right? Have you ever been alone with a bunch of women before? Well, then as a that's, woman? That's yeah, but they, but so they, don't fucking te- jump they tell us something. You got to take it for their word. But we're also not talking about in the first place at all, period. And again, I think it's important. Why the fuck was Fifty Shades of Grey the biggest book of fucking the year? I mean, There's a huge difference, though. There's a huge difference between Fifty Shades of Grey and locker room talk. There's a huge difference between Fifty Shades of Grey and talking about sexual assault. And if you aren't, if you aren't kind of, you know, sexually mature enough to understand the difference between sexual, between fucking talk, walking up and no, grabbing a woman's well, pussy. No, no, you're, uh, you're, you're jumping Grey. here, no, no, you made a you're, leap, by the way. But, no, no, you're, you're, you're also jumping, though. We were talking about locker room talk in general. Right. And it did, to, to automatically assume that male locker room talk equates to sexual assault. Right. Is, no, I didn't is, say that. That's the jump you were making no, for Trump. No, it's not at all the certainly. jump I was making at all. I'm trying to draw the distinction. For the first question I asked, right, is what is locker room talk? Basically mm-hmm. jumping off of Joey's thing and describe what that is. Mm-hmm. So what is it? It's essentially talking specifically about like kind of sex, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be sex, but it's the, break it down, then. the, uh, the, the things that you wouldn't necessarily say in open, uh, open company. Like what? Uh, it's certainly sexual is a lot, but off color jokes, off color, jo- racist jokes, you know, the, okay. th- there are basically anything that is taboo or PC that can get a rise out of someone else that is considered, you know, that one-upsmanship of locker room jovialness. Okay. Is, so that's what it boils down to is the one-upsmanship as far as men. Well, that's, that's an element of it. Dick certainly. measuring. Okay. Yeah. Dick measuring. Yes. Yeah, okay. That I guess that's fair. Dick measuring. So kind of braggadocious. And that's why the whole kind of like, it's okay. So, well, what about the smut talk? I mean, have you ever been sitting or, ha- or have you ever heard or specifically been sitting around with a bunch of guys and talking about yeah. the actual sex, like the kind of ty- the type of sex you had with women yeah. before and shit like that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And this is why I, I am afraid of that slippery slope, that that idea, you know, it, there is almost not, probably not a man in the world that has never been involved in one of those conversations. Whether or not you participated, you know, mostly it's just not stopped. But it is, it, you know, it, it is commonplace. It is, right. it is something that is, is out there. Sure. But let's, but let's be very clear about mm-hmm. what the, what the locker room talk that we're talking about is. Okay. Because the, the conversations that I've had simply had to do with like, oh man, she was so fucking wet or like, oh man, her tits were fucking out of control, man. Oh, I've never been fucked that fucking good, right? Shit like that. That's the kind of sex talk that you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Now, well, that's also your, you know, your butters, man. That's like, yeah. that's the the pureness of your essence, certainly. Okay. Uh, well, so that, have, it's okay. <laughs> your now, life in, has, in these, is Sean O'Brien. So now yeah. if we're in these conversations, have we, ta- have you guys been in personally in conversations where we said, man, if she was asleep on that couch, I'd fuck and fuck her while she's asleep. Have you ever heard somebody say that? Uh, I don't know about those necessarily specific Have words. Have you ever heard but somebody yeah, say that... something specifically I've heard, criminal? I've heard as creep, far as yes. somebody's yeah. actually saying, "I'm going to yes. walk up and I'm going to grab him by the fucking pussy." In well, not sense. obviously that specifically, but I've heard I've heard creepy stuff. Yes, like what? It, there's you know speculative versus. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, I've heard guys say, um, I'm trying to get girls drunk so they can fuck them. Certainly. Okay. Uh, that's creepy as hell to me. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not Bill Cosby sure. as creepy. It's, it's damn close <laughs> yeah. though. Trying to get a woman to take advantage of them. Sure. Right. Or trying to get a woman drunk no, no, to no. take advantage of. That is fucking, again, sexual assault. That is I, fucking I, rape. You I know what I mean? Well, exactly. It's, so it's, so, that, that, so it, has, it hasn't occurred yet, but yes, I agree. And that's kind of what Trump is talking about too. But I have heard that as my point is I've heard guys say, yeah, let's, let's get, let, I, I can't wait to get a couple of drinks in this, in this girl so I can get her in bed or something like that. Nah, that's not sexual assault. In California, well, it yes, it is. I, I think it I want to get a, I want to get a, I want to get a girl to drink a couple. Of th- if he's talking about like roofing a girl or no, like, in, like I specifically, okay, you're not getting a roofie. Maybe you give it twenty shots. I'm trying but, to be very clear here as far okay, as sorry. the difference between locker room talk and what Trump said, because I actually don't think that what he said can be is the same thing as locker room talk. What, what do you think? Long. What did he that's say? That's why I was trying to. That's I think why it depends I jumped on the locker so rooms you're in, man. What do you, you? I guess maybe. Why? Maybe, just because you think like, the fact that he went, he, he talked about sexual assault, it just disqualifies it from locker room talk. No, I, I think that I think that you know the the, the easy it, claim that people have made is that oh, that's just simply how men talk, right? That is locker room talk, and Trump is even saying that's locker room talk, and I, I think that's fucking unfair to the majority of men to out men, there. Yeah. But, yeah, I've heard, I've heard I this from the people that because, every, if you, because yeah. there's a huge difference between sexual assault and dirty talk. You know what I mean? And the kind of lo- quote locker room talk that he's talking about. The line is very totally thin. It just, but there, it, is, there is a thin line, but there is a line. It's and indicative, that's my point. and that line is constantly crossed in my experience. Uh, oh, okay. Especially in. Uh, so in, you think it is locker room talk? It, that what it, Trump said? Uh, yeah, certainly. Okay. Um, the the idea, you know, it, especially the the specific phrasing that he used. Okay. The the phrasing that he used was elusive to the fact that he could do these things, okay. not necessarily that he did do these things. Okay. If he was, you know, saying that I walked up and I grabbed her pussy, that that's a little bit different. Well, than, he did say I walk up and I kiss them right. without asking. Yeah. That's and sexual assault too. Not necessarily. Yes, I mean, necessarily. It, that is a crime. Well, it, okay, let's, okay. It's a crime. I don't know what else to tell you. Well, you, yeah, but watch, what, what, a, watch a game show from the fucking 70s, Yeah, man. And, and, <laughs> like every, and I get it. I'm still saying it's a crime. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a crime in Europe when people greet each other and kiss each other, right? Is that a crime? If you walk up to a woman and kiss her mouth, right? And it, it, if you're in Europe, it, there's, a, there's a custom. There's an understood It, it also depends on right? if it's consensual or not. That's and what that, I'm saying. But it, none of that was stated within- He's, He said, I don't even ask. I just walk up and I start kissing doesn't them. Doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't consensual. Actually, I, I'm I'm willing to go with O'Brien on this one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch my it's opinion. It's a crime, is it's what a, I'm it's saying. A, it's, it's, a crime. it's a crime, and I didn't mean to derail you. You yeah. were you were on a train of thought. Um, I have no idea. I did find the wrong. It's consent. He doesn't yeah. have any respect for consent. Oh, certainly, but that I mean that goes into the the idea of you know everyone is less than Trump, and you know there there is also the kind of this this greater idea that um, most people can only recognize about 100 to 150 people in their life. So there's this kind of this this concept that you are, you know, your group of people and these these 150 people that I interact with the the most are the people that are actually real to me. But everyone outside of that 150 people that I actually know are just the other. And that to me is just that mentality taken to the extreme that, you know, it's not that he has disdain for all of the, he might, but not necessarily that he has disdain for these people more so that he just doesn't view them as the humanity that he is 
a, a part of. Would you rather have somebody in power who has a larger web of people that they recognize <laughs> or a smaller web? Like that that hundred people, 150 people. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, the president, like ideally their web would be 350 million people right. and that's an impossibility. So, right, but the, so, the, so the closer we get to that, the, the more over 150 we get, the better the person will be as a candidate, correct? I suppose, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think that's an impossibility, by the way. Well, I mean, to kind of take... Yeah, it is. No, I don't. To, to, know, to, know, to, remember, to know and remember 150... I don't mean that. I don't mean know and remember. That's what but, she's saying. That's well, what, no, he's, I, he's, I mean it in the more... <laughs> <laughs> See, Sean? Damn. You are the mom here. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought he's the dad. <laughs> he is. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, he's just being a dick. Yeah. Um, the, well, I, you were saying something that was important that I would like to get back to. Or were you... Uh, well, I was actually going to transition into uh, a a comment I didn't make about the uh, the nuclear war or nuclear weapons thing that we were talking about um, a few episodes ago. Um, there was a, a Freakonomics episode where they were talking about nuclear weapons, and one thing I forgot to bring up was this idea that um, we it, someone proposed the idea that we could place the nuclear codes inside of a person. So the idea would be that in order for the president to unleash a nuclear weapon on uh, a country, they would actually have to physically kill a person in front of them to get those nuclear codes. <laughs> okay. So what? it well it, it it makes it it makes it present. It makes it something that is tangible rather than those those you know that idea that there are 150 people that you know. So if if the person that is carrying these these codes within them are is someone that you know, you might be less likely to pull that trigger because it actually affects something that you know rather than the outside you know the other this country that I've I've very rarely I ever like the been idea. To. The concept's interesting, but you realize that's insane, right? Well, slow down before we even just before we dismiss it. I actually think it's an entire show that yeah, would be interesting to do. But how specifically does that relate to this conversation? As far as uh, like no, it was it was more just the the idea of uh, the people that you know versus the people that are outside of your circle. So the okay. the the idea that you know once so the la the larger the circle for a person, this the 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 less likely that that person would be to to essentially. Do Not, something to well, look at. What I'm saying is it doesn't necessarily have to be larger. It just has to be specifically honed. So, you know, I, I, we can take advantage of the fact that I can only really know 100 people. And we can use those 100 people to, uh, you know, help you make those decisions that uh, affect a larger uh, okay. A larger populace. I don't agree Let's, with this hundred people thing, but I think it's. I cool. want to table this. I want to table this discussion. Right on. I don't um, know. Where, where did you get that from? Freakonomics. Yeah. Um, okay. That's weird. You were saying that in your experience, the locker room thing, I we didn't jump back. Mm -hmm. The locker room, you know, the, the fine line is there is constantly crossed in your experience, right? In in that yeah. criminal element. So I, I'm extending locker room talk to, you know, bar talk and, you know, just anytime sure. you have a group, group of, of guys. Group of guys. Women exactly. Sure, that's fine. And you, um, I've, I've spent uh, a bit of time uh, in the presence of comedians. And when you have a group of comedians that are yeah, sitting around the table. there's the issue though. Context. Well, I mean, you know, it just becomes that, that dick measuring that one-upmanship and that, you know, that going for the grossness, okay. that, that idea that, you know, I, I'm going to push the limits. I'm going to jump over that, that sure. idea of common decency because that is what is comedic. That yeah. is what is I, entertaining. I, yes, I, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I've sat in many of those, you know, w but by the way, there were women there too, as far as for me. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. yeah. I, well, but also, and again, then, and, and in that instance, it, it, it does take on... 
a different context. And does it though? Sort of, I mean, that goes yes, back to does. our gossip episode. Is it still gossip if they're sitting there? <laughs> like, uh, you, I mean, exactly. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. And I think if, and so again, we, we could certainly branch this off to Trump, you know, apply this to Trump's situation simply saying he was at that moment being a performer, being a stand up mm-hmm. comedian and just doing the same exact thing where it's like, you know, where where he was using it for comedic context in the sense of like, oh, you, you know what? If I saw her on, the, if I saw her, if I saw a girl kind of asleep on the couch, I'd just fuck her in the ass. That's just what that's just the thing I do. I now can't help it. You know what I mean? So you're saying that for a shock effect. Now, mm-hmm. the the problem I would run into in that instance, because certainly, okay, if we're defining what locker room banter can be, right? And I just said the grossest possible thing I could imagine, right? That's pretty tame, butters. But I described a crime. I described I described fucking sodomizing a woman while she's asleep. That's Mm -hmm. fucking horrifying. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like, sure, there are contexts in which that's funny. But now we'll we'll go to Trump's specific situation in which he talked about, you know, abusing his power. That's a slightly different thing in my mind as far as mm. as far as what it was. When he's he, he was president, about, well, when he's president, that's abusing his power. When he's just a no, rich no, no. dude, that's, he's still abusing his power. He's he's uh, you, he's 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 a star he, of the in show. His mentality: when you're a star, you can go up and you can fucking take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and the 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 people involved don't make a difference. And I think that that's where that's where it jumps specifically into the political realm and why it transcends this whole like oh it's just locker room banter between a bunch of comedians sitting around talking because even if he was just performing it's so indicative of his mentality. You know what I mean? And it wasn't it wasn't just for shock. It it wasn't just for entertainment for laughing. Um and even if it was the 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 mindset underneath it is is I think what disqualifies him from from being empathetic enough as far as you know how to how to be a champion for every citizen. I guess that's my point. Oh yeah, I, I'm always of the opinion that Trump is a horrible person and nothing he can do would be empathetical to the rest of society. Yeah, but you you the more you back that up, mm-hmm. the the better your position will be. Simply just being of the opinion is not enough. You have to have a you have to have a basis for it and a backing. And you do. It's just you have a microphone, so externalize it. <laughs> Say why. Say why what? Say why you think Trump's a horrible person, or why you don't. Why you think you ought oh, to be disqualified? No, I mean, or whatever. Uh, not now. I just mean you know. Well, this is just I, another. I know your default is that he's a horrible person, mm-hmm. but I actually don't think that he's just a horrible person and just would be terrible for the country. You know what I mean? I, I I'm willing to venture the question. Well, what would this world look like if he is president? Because simply dismissing it. I don't think is very healthy for the future. I guess that's kind of my point. I I suppose. <laughs> but you don't know, man? Yeah, I really don't. It's, uh, yeah. I, I do know, but I'm going to say I don't just end the show. <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively politicking with the show where I don't know, man. I just had to get all that off my chest. I'm sorry, guys. It always feels better to sing. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry, Joey. I don't know, man. Speak your mind. Acting like a fucking lunatic. (laughs) We've come to expect it. Yeah, that's pretty normal for you. I love you. I'm still better. Very much so. Grab him. Hit a dog! By the pussy. No. Grab life by the pussy, Sean.